Fuck it. We'll do it live. God damn it, guys. <laughs> you know, man. Usually Aaron has the, the, the intro first dialogue, but I got to say, I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, last time we met, we recorded a three and a half hour Halloween special. Magnum opus. It was it was a ball. And when we finished, we lost the entire thing. <laughs> I can tell you, I've got 41 minutes of it. I really? could we, technically we... <laughs> throw it on the end of this episode as like a bonus. Yeah, because this one may not be as long. Because I think uh, one thing as well is we weren't very vocal after. Like I remember we, you know, you put up the post asking for questions. We got a lot, which I think we should re-answer those questions yeah. this this episode. Um, but we um, we lost it. I remember that night. Aaron was really mad. He was really upset. It really bothered him. And I was like, dude, it's okay, man. You know, things happen. You know. But inside, I was fucking, <laughs> it's Halloween, you know? Yeah. I was really upset, too. And, and I was like, but I got to, like, let me see if I can bring him down. Like, nah, man, you know, things happen. And then it's funny, for like a week, we just didn't talk. Because I think we were both really bummed. Yeah. You know, I was really bummed about losing it, too. But I understand things happen. Um, so whatever, man. If anything, we're still here for you guys, you know? And I, I was trying to find a way to spin it since it was Halloween. Maybe it was a sacrifice or like a ritualistic sacrifice of the lamb. Like we had to give something up to sacrifice to the demon gods <laughs> that we all worship because we're all edgelord demon guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, but, uh, but basically, it's a bummer, but, you know, we're back. We're still here. We always will be here for you guys. And um, we hope you guys did have a Halloween, happy Halloween, and a fun, uh, spooky season. Uh, I don't think either you or I did anything super spook. Nope. I sat here waiting for trick-or-treaters and got zero. Yeah. I got two at my house, two two separate knocks. Um, but in order to respect my religious mother, I didn't answer. She's like, she's like, don't fucking give trick-or-treaters candy from my house no well no because you know she's funny christian dude like, christian she's really christian so she's like no dude dumb because <laughs> halloween has nothing to do with anything it's a fucking christian holiday no dude it's but still it's sam hain and it's the witch's night and it's the witching hour and it's it has nothing to do with paganism it has nothing to do with any of that shit if you look it up at the this root, guy at my job at the root it doesn't it but doesn't. now it does no it In started the, from a christian celebration for the fucking winter solstice or the, the solstice fall thing. solstice yeah. or whatever but this guy at my job was like I don't celebrate. It's not Christian. Halloween. It's paganism. Yeah, dude. paganism is not no. Christianity. No, no, no. Even though a lot of paganism is actually based in uh, Catholic Gnosticism, Aaron's gonna look it up. Um, a lot of paganism is based in Gnosticism, but like, no, dude, it's it's nowadays it has morphed into a thing where it's you know ghosts and ghouls and. So Samhain is a Gaelic festival, so Scottish. Okay. Uh, marking the end of the harvest season and beginning the winter darker half of the year. Traditionally, it's celebrated October 31st. Um, hold on. So the etymology's there, history, Irish. So, yeah. I mean, uh, we uh, we can understand. It's the same thing why, you know, Christmas isn't Jesus' birthday. It's the whatever, and they just moved it to that. It would have made no sense for Christ to be born around that time in that world because of the weather. It's what it becomes, though. What it became in our world in the in the popular zeitgeist. Halloween is a celebration of. No, Christian people are 
dumb assholes. <laughs> I love you, Finn. You know I love you, but yeah, we love you, bud. People like that are fucking dumb assholes because they look <laughs> and they go, "Jack lanterns are spooky." I don't like witches. Real witches are bad because the <laughs> devil gives them magic. And it's I like, understand. You dumb asshole. Let your fucking kids go outside and get some free fucking candy and dress up. It's the best holiday of the fucking yeah, year. I never had it. I, I only had it when I Dude, became an adult. I argued with my coworkers. This guy was like, no, I don't celebrate Halloween. I'm a Christian. I was like, and? What the fuck does that have to do with anything? He's like, well, you know, it's it's a pagan holiday. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not, and yeah. I'm like, I'm like, you're just, you're just looking at the, the art around it, you know, like the decorations. I'm like, yeah, that's the best shit. What it, it has, turned into, and I'm like, and your poor kids, you force yeah. this on your kids. Yeah, it's a bummer being a kid raised, you know, like, ugh, I hate when I bring this up because people go, oh, that's crazy. But I was raised as a, as a Jehovah's Witness until I stopped going when I was like 16. I never believed. I was always a fucking degenerate, edgelord idiot. But um, it was really shitty being at school and being like, sorry, teacher, I can't color in this jack-o'-lantern. It's against my religion. And they'd have to give me like a generic picture of like a car while everyone <laughs> else, like, you know, like everyone else gets to make jack-o'-lanterns in class and I get to like, oh, okay, cool. You can just, you can play Oregon Trail this period. And, you know? Yeah, here you weird idiot. Go draw it, something. It, it was a bummer. I mean... Even back then, I didn't realize I could have just said, fuck it. My mom's not here and I can just participate in the holiday shit. Well, no, because then imagine. I mean, you. I don't have to imagine because I had Halloween and you don't have to imagine because you lived this. But I imagine knowing all your friends were dressing up. Going I saw it. Fucking candy pillowcases full of candy. Friends would give me candy. They would share because they would. They would have so much. Yeah. Especially You'd like have so much candy. Especially you could never fifteen, eat dude. Fifteen, twenty years ago, kids used to still trick or treat. Like now, we both see like, bitch, you get like, two, three trick or treaters. You yeah. know, because you know what people do now is, um, not to localize, but like we live in like normal middle class, lower middle class areas. But now, what people do that live like in poorer neighborhoods, they drive to like. Weston. Yeah. They go to the rich neighborhoods. Yeah. They park at the at the city park, and then they walk through like the rich people's neighborhoods, and they trick or treat there. Yeah, and because those people are like, you know, what, what, what's the thing? They um full size Snickers. Yeah. Get full size Snickers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so like you know we see that, and like back then, like you know, friends would share candy and things like that. But it was a bummer to like not be a part of that. Uh. And then when I got older, and I was like, you know, older basically means when you start driving in high school, you have mm-hmm. a car, you can go out. You miss, I never got the fucking trick or treat, man. It's like now I just get to do what? I get to go to the bar and see the girls dressed up as a slutty bumblebee. And then there's there's jacked Jim Muscle Buddy who is just going to be lazy and paint himself green and call himself the Hulk. Yeah. And then I get to see slutty gecko and then you know jacked buddy you know whatever or i'm gonna do or this year no, jokers like harlequin with a beard who is like embraces his fatness and does yeah. fat guy costume exactly so now i have to deal with that but it's like dude i'm so upset and jealous that like i don't get to and never will experience like 
just being dressed up, even if your costume isn't that baller, and just getting to knock trick or treat, and then getting to get to the fucking the random. Yo, is it gonna be Starburst? Is it gonna be Sweet Tarts? Is it gonna be chocolate? And then you get is them it gonna old be bitches the, that have it, the wax paper, <laughs> fucking orange and black candies. Or is it gonna be the fucking old lady who gives us all? toothbrushes you know, <laughs> you know what i mean there's always that one house in the neighborhood where they give you like a toothbrush it's you never like, got to have dude. the best part which is when you're like 12 or 13 and you trick-or-treat and then you hide toilet paper and later you're like here we go and you fucking go out Bro, i never got to do that and my egg I, and toilet paper house well what sucked is growing up in a in a christian household where we did not do halloween is we w- it never got extreme but we got toilet papered we got yep. egged yep because they would realize, like, oh, we see your cars. Yep. The rule is, if the porch light is not on, don't go knock. Yeah, but These when you're a kid, fucking... you don't really know that. I no, never knew it. Kids don't trick-or-treat by themselves for the last decade, bro. Yeah, well, when I was a kid, A, no, I was a latchkey kid whose we parents were... didn't care about them, so I yeah. did everything by myself. When we and were we kids, it was nuts. Now my the parents, parents were like, there. My parents were like, if the porch light's off, don't knock. Porch light's off, we're like, spooky house, and then you go knock, and yeah. then no one answers, and then you're like, hmm. But I now see the, your ass watching TV. Guess who's getting egged first, bitch? And yeah. Then, now you see the parents are there and the porch lights off and they come and knock and they knock like four times because they know like because not, not a lot of people are participating in Halloween anymore. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so like they're desperate, you know. Like if they don't go to the rich neighborhoods, like they're desperate. They're like, dude, open up, please. Like we don't care. Just fucking pour some table sugar yeah. in, into the bag. Like give the kids something to experience. So. Back in like the uh, late nineties, early two thousands, like man, we we get egged. It wasn't bad. You just wake up in the morning and take the hose to the wall, egg, wash the eggs off, and and shit like that. Toilet paper was never a big deal. Hit it with the hose, dissolves right off. But that was a bummer because I never got to do that. You know, I would I would sit at home and watch and all horror this movies because fucking what Jehovah was gonna be mad at you if you had some free candy. It's because you're participating in like you know pagan fucking bullshit but like i get it you know it i don't make any damn sense to it me. makes I don't get it. it makes sense to me i don't agree with if instead of saying trick-or-treat you had to scream hail satan then sure <laughs> you're saying fucking trick-or-treat give me some candy bruh and 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 what it, what it's really saying is a a oof, um it's saying a uh give me some candy or get a trick later that's yeah. that's the eggs yeah. it's yeah. it's feed me or pay the consequences yeah. and i like that i like that era that era of mystic that like mischief mm-hmm. because it almost balances out the other holidays that are all about like christmas is all like god jesus presents yeah. santa thanksgiving is like hey be thankful about something for some reason we have a drunkard holiday yeah <laughs> fucking saint patrick's, patrick's is like they they tore whatever the fuck saint patrick's is yeah. about it's somehow now Everyone's an alcoholic it's for like a night. It's like racism <laughs> against Irish people because it's like, you're all alcoholics, right? Everybody's an alcoholic. And you're like, damn, bro, that's kind of yeah, shitty. Yeah, dude, it is kind of... And you is... don't care because you're like, I'm getting drunk. It like, is funny. I just thought of a parallel, but I can't say it. Cause, but it's, it's funny. It's, it's casual and it actually racism. shows you, yeah, casual racism. Um, Wait, you want to know what I was talking to? So this religious guy at my job, he's a, actually a really cool dude and he's a good friend of mine. But he said from day one, like, one day... You're going to find your way to Jesus, and I'm going to help you. And I was like, I promise you it's never going to happen. <laughs> if you mean Jesus, because he's going to help me change my tires and give me a good deal over at Tire Plus, then yeah. yeah like... No, so today we were talking, and I'm like, I was telling him, like, the ultimate question for me is why here? I'm like, 
What do you mean? Why here? If God loves us, why aren't we just born in heaven? And he was like, no, no. So he tells me, he's like, well, we were. That was Garden of Eden. And then, you know, sin entered and ruined everything. And I go, I'm going to tell you something right now. If a fucking talking snake came up to me and said to do some shit, I'm going to do it. Because a fucking snake is scary. And you're the first two people. But yeah. no, the, the, no the, the, the serpent Lucifer was seductive and chill. He, no, it wasn't scary. If an animal talks to me, I'm going to be like, that's either God or a ghost, and I'm out, bro. Whatever you say. Yeah. You would tell me Black Black Paul or Black Philip from... Black Philip from the, <laughs> the, from witch. the witch. Yeah, bro. Black Philip that whispers to me. I'm like, mm-hmm, yep. here we go. <laughs> Whatever sign, you say. Sign the paper. Yep. Oh, but I, I don't know how to write. I'm illiterate. I will guide thy hand. <laughs> Dude, that part when he when she's like, yeah. but I don't know how to write. And he goes, I will guide thy hand or whatever he says. That moment, if I had a pussy, it would be drenched. <laughs> it would be so wet. Sorry, that's where he grows. But like, actually, it's not gross. But um, yeah. But I anyways. was like, yeah. So I was that. That's what I told him today, and he just laughed. He was like, I mean, I I don't know. I wasn't there. You know, I, that that's you know. He didn't really have an answer to. But I'm like, you gotta remember, man. These are cave people. We we assume they had language because a snake talked to her. But you're right. We assume that the um. For Adam and Eve, you know, the first people, we we assume that they were fully developed and evolved Homo sapiens, but most likely they were not. They were what was before us, Homo Neanderthal, Neanderthal oh, uh, Homo, uh, and then Homo erectus. It was yeah. Neanderthal, Homo erectus. It wouldn't have been one of those. So they're kind of like borderline, um, let's just say underdeveloped because the rest of the words are taken, <laughs> so we can't use them. Um, but yeah, they would have technically been not as they developed. Been savages. They would have just been savage people, but they understood language. But you have to remember, though, is the thing is, like, religious people understand that these myths that they're talking about are allegories, I think. I mean, some of them really do believe. No, he says this book is fact. Fa- wait, what is it? Fact. Factual? Factually act- accurate. Accurate, yeah. A lot of people really do think there was a guy that was eaten by a whale and survived in the whale's belly. A lot of people really do believe in the flood of Noah. There is some strange shit where scientists have said it looks like there was a crazy flood. Yeah, I'm sure. But the like icebergs melt and come back and melt and come back. And- I mean, apparently Turkey is hiding the ark. It's it's <laughs> lodged. It's so apparently like supposedly I remember reading this like 10 years ago or more, 15 years ago like conspiracy theory shit like noah's ark the ark is like stuck and lodged in a mountain in turkey but know, turkey won't let anybody in there do you know how big that ark would have, would to, have be? to be that too have would have to be like satellite three, imagery yeah that would have to be like three football fields they would see it yeah turkey can't hide from a satellite <laughs> bruh <laughs> no the, all that no, that's that's garbage. silly that's that's yeah the, the whole noah's ark thing is very silly because taking two of each animal, it's it's basically saying, like, dude, it just makes well, no sense. Well, we were talking, so this is not to disparage anyone's religion. I know I said Christian people oh, are stupid. I just hate people who don't do fucking Halloween, whatever. Definitely. Sorry about that, Storm Rush. Um, my bad, dude. <laughs> I'm, but I, we're just talking bullshit. But in, in, in the, and in the end, um, people... I don't know. People, I'm agnostic. In the, in the end, people who do have faith, they hear this kind of bullshit all the time thrown at them. And they have the, they have the faith and the inner strength to know... Uh, you know what they choose to yeah, believe they, and what they truth. have. So I don't think we're. It might be kind of annoying, like they might be rolling yeah. their eyes, but you know they know we're not bad Listen, people for it. I'm an agnostic. I don't know. I don't claim to know. I just question everything. 
That's and, yeah, that's where I'm at. People are always like, "Oh, you must like worship the devil or be like hail Satan or like hate God." I'm like, "No, I don't know anything." Yeah, like, don't know anything. "Oh, so you're an atheist?" No, I don't know this. No. I'm pretty sure atheism a, is the reverse of religion where you you know there's no God. I'm like, yeah. "How would I know that?" Dude, I don't know anything and honestly, it'd be pretty silly to think like this is not somewhat in, intelligently designed. Yeah, um, you, the Fibonacci sequence exists, and you see that shit, and you're like, yeah. well... Like, Lulu's laying down, and there's this weird disc dog toy with, like, a ball in the middle. That's weird. Like, to think that we're all just fungus, and we're just making... Shit's making shit up is weird. I mean, <laughs> the, earth, the Earth is pretty weird. We're one planet in our solar system that actually supports life. But then again, do we really know? Or is yeah. there life on those other planets that we just can't really understand? Yeah, is it our only? Is it just our concept of life? I don't know. It's all so, yeah. But so I'm so yeah, we were so. anyways. So we were talking video games, and he's really he's really cool about it. Like I just asked him the questions that got me kind of like kicked out of religion. Not kicked out, but I just got sick of asking questions and people being like, "Gotta have faith." And I'm like, "No, that's if the same thing that happened cares to me." About me and wants me to have faith reveal yourself and i'll have faith like i can't just you can't be like we have faith or else i'll send you to hell well then i'll see you in hell bro yeah you made this brain you did it because we had this whole this whole conversation about free will and how free will i I believe with if predestination exists then free will cannot exist right exactly if if there is someone who's omniscient and omnipotent all knowing and all seeing and all powerful then at creation your entire life is laid out for you. Every possible choice is already made, and you can't be held accountable for choices that you know are gonna like that are known. And he's like, just because I watch, if I record a football game and I watch it on my DVR, if I know the ending, does it make a difference? I'm like, yes. yes. If you were betting on it, fucking idiot, because we're yes. talking about betting <laughs> on my soul here. Like, yeah. if you're betting on it, then yeah, bitch, you can tell me exactly well, what's gonna happen. That's the whole conundrum of religion and God, and it's 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 kind of what breaks the whole concept of religion and the idea of God being an omniscient, omnipotent being that oversees everything. Because I understand, because this goes back to what you said when you said, "Why here? Yeah, like why this? Why now? Right? Why did God make imperfect humans so they could fuck up and give them a bunch of rules? Well, it's because He wants to make sure that we're gonna abide by His rules and we're gonna be worthy of, uh, you know, the afterlife or heaven or whatever. Instead of automatically just making heaven, but it's like, wait a second, dog, you just um put us onto this big ass maze." And you know whether or not I'm going to make it to the end of the maze, but you're just watching me and laughing at me bump into walls? Yeah. Like, you're going to set a rule. Do not covet thy neighbor's wife, right? But or then you're going to make husband. your neighbor's wife super hot. Yeah, and, but your like, neighbor's wife's going to come like, over. She's going to be super hot. and then Or your neighbor's husband's going to be fucking hot as shit yeah. with his dick out all the time. And you're going to be like... And they have a kind of torn up marriage. Yeah. They're not seeing each other. You, you can know, see she She's got to go him. to Alaska for three months for a fucking work trip. And yep. then he's over. He's in the pool. And he comes over and says, hey, Susie, can you help me unclog my pool drain? And then you, something happens. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's pork town. And then, Well, that's <laughs> now, what I said, too. I'm like... If we are not supposed to covet each other's spouses and whatever, then why do I have the hormones that make me want to fuck people? Exactly. So that's so that's the whole conundrum. The conundrum is why put us why put us in a maze where you know whether or not we're gonna make it out. Yeah. 
and then laugh at us while like one of my douchey poems. No, and said, write write down every time we hit a wall and be like, hmm, mm, you're so terrible, we, you're so bad. When we get up there, it's like, well, since oh. is. you know what? Fourteen out of the twenty of you ran into a wall, so guess what? I'm just gonna flood the whole earth and kill all well, of you. Well, and then he's like, well, but <laughs> sin is, you know, it's all the same. All sin is bad, and you know, it's all equally shitty, right? I mean, some of it in our perception is worse, right? Murder, rape, whatever. There are cardinal sins. Murder. True. Even what I'm saying is just, you know, sin <sighs> is sin, whatever. Uh, and he's like, but if you ask for forgiveness at the end, I'm like... That's so Catholicism. Now- That's Gnosticism. Catholicism lets you go, hey, priest, um, I killed somebody last week. Oh, no problem, dog. You're good. Just say Hail Mary 45 times. You're straight. Well, so- Christianity doesn't do that. He's Christian, so he whatever Christianity his is, says you're gonna fucking meet your maker one day, and he's gonna go over the book with you. Mm-hmm. Which I wish. How much time you got, buddy? What's up, Yahweh? Yeah, bro, I got my own. How book. much time you got? Go ahead, <laughs> let's run through my sins. Like that's a lot. You well, gotta you do this for off. Well, bro. There's about a <laughs> ten year period there where it was a lot. You want to watch each one? Because I got deep, bro. Hey, God, can you tell me what that video was when I was in the eighth grade? <laughs> I, it was this Puerto Rican girl on a balcony. Yeah. And in the middle, there was a bam, bam, bam in the background. <laughs> I've really been trying to find that scene forever. Can you find it for me? <laughs> Before you send me down, bro, can you send me that file real quick? Let me get that link real quick. <laughs> but anyway, so last thing, we were just talking about this. He's a lot of fun to talk to because he genuinely will answer my questions well it Best. sounds like he will engage with you in conversation because yes. most will automatically shut down well and i'm i'm respectful and to him like i i express my doubts and things like that the same way we're well, talking but even a lot of really religious people with what you're saying when they say when you say the doubts they will shut down mm-hmm. and they will put a wall out a wall down because they think that even engaging with a sinner as, as such a sinner as you yeah is bad which it's almost almost like political stuff where it's like I won't even listen to you, yeah. you know. Like so, oh, yeah. it's cool that he will. I did that. He will talk day. to you about it. I deleted a family member today because they've been posting political shit, and I was like, I can't. Every, no, I, I feel you. It's every dumb. post, it's I I would just put yikes, and then finally <laughs> today, listen, vote for whoever the fuck you want. Honestly, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's your right. Like it's what we're supposed to do. I may not agree. I'm not a fan of Donald Trump, but if you are and you want to vote for him, great. And if you want to post, like, on your Facebook wall, I'm sure. voting for Donald Trump, great. And her, her first one was just, I voted for Donald Trump, and I'm going to do it again in 2020. That's just, and I just that's said, clickbait. Yeah, and I just said, yikes. And that was it. And then, and this is my crazy aunt, who I don't like anyways. I don't know why we were friends. I would have just said, okay, not yikes. Well, so, whatever. So then the next one... It was another, there was like two more, and I just wrote yikes, because I just thought it was funny, because I knew she, she's crazy, so I thought she was going to engage with she, me. That's what she wants. She wants people so to go, today, oh, it's why people wear the red hat. Yes. They that they wear it on purpose, because they want to get in a So dispute. this morning, at 6 a.m., I'm laying in bed. Why the fuck are you awake at 6 a.m.? I had to go to work. Oh, oh yeah. I lay in bed. So really, at 6.45, I get up, and but I usually wake up 10 minutes before my alarm, because my body is like, it knows I have an alarm set. Yeah. So I sit, I lay in bed, I read Facebook, and I saw it, and I'm like, ugh. And today it was like, F, or just so you know. And it was like an American flag, and it was like, uh, God bless America, fuck the NFL, fuck Colin Kaepernick, Uh, Obama was a piece of shit, this, that, and and all this stuff. And then it was like, Trump 2020. And so I just wrote, why do people, and I say, why do a lot? Because I, I don't, I, I try not to make like sweeping statements as much anymore, just because like 
it's you know it kind of undermines your own point, right? Yeah. So I said, why do people like you have to? It's like, or I said, why do you click or create flame bait? Why is everything you post flame bait? I'm like, if you want to vote for Donald Trump, vote for Donald Trump. If you want to say you're going to vote for Donald Trump, no one can tell you not to, and no one's going to disparage you. And if they do, then fuck them. I'm like. But what you're posting is literally to incite the argument bait. that you're then going to turn around and say, oh, people are trying to censor my opinions. And I'm like, you're creating this problem. And I was like, deleted. And then I deleted her. And then she tried to add me later. And I was like, fuck no. And I took a no. screenshot of it. And I wrote, no. And then I sent it to my <laughs> sister. And she was like, LOL, LOL, LOL. It's, I mean, it is that. It's because, I mean, you know, left or right, whatever side you're on, I don't really mind either side. I get it. We're supposed to all worship the left and say the right is all bad. No, there's no. I kind of I kind of ride the line because like there's things I like from either whatever. But one part of like I I can see because of all the fucking stupid political shit I've been watching for years online. It's like a whole it's a whole lane now. You know, like political oh, yeah. YouTubing and people going and there's to, no people going to rallies and so watching that whole thing happen. The thing is like a lot with the um with like the right is it's. Wow, them, them, them snowflakes. Mm-hmm. They, they get so riled up so easily. Fuck them. And but then you go online and you do shit like fuck Obama, fuck Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. I'm oh uh, Trump all day, 2020. Blah blah blah. Red hat, red hat. And it's like, but they all want their moment of like, they they all want to have that moment of like political like battle. Yes, they, they want everybody to, wants to have political the PTSD. They all yes. want to pretend like they've been like in a. It's like, bitch, this isn't. You're not a Civil War veteran. Yeah, like you don't get props or cred for this. No, you went on Facebook and argued with someone you exactly. went to high school with. Like you don't get a, like you're not going to get a purple heart in the mail <laughs> because you put a post up, and it goes for both sides. No, you know all, what that's mean? what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's it's there's that's why I wanted to preface it. This in this case, it was you know in the case my, it was the, it the was, super right. It was yeah. the right baiting the left, and I, I also see the same thing with the the left baiting the right because like you know Trump I, will do something. That isn't bad, and they'll go. Even though he did that, blah blah blah, bad, 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 whatever. Yeah. Orange man, bad. Yeah, yeah. And then it becomes just like you see. My, what I get disappointed is is when I click the comments, and I see people that I know, that I know aren't complete fucking morons, but they're in there, and they're like posting com- fucking moron shit where they're mm-hmm. like, "Well, fuck you, fucking." It's almost like okay, boomer. It's like that kind of shit. It's like, oh, I love okay, boomer. By the way. I mean, I only love it because I don't understand why people are mad about it. I never, I, I, people, they're pretending it's a racial, it's like a ageist, ageist, ageist slur. But what's funny is it's the same thing as the snowflake crowd. Like the people have been like, oh, snowflakes, you need your safe space. And then Colin Kaepernick takes a knee, which is his right to protest. We all have that. fine. And they're like, "Ah, but it's the American going against the soldiers. It's like, no, it's not. It's against the fucking police, man. Like, at least know what people are talking about. And you can't act like your sensitivities are more important than anybody else. And that's what everybody's doing. And I get that. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. I just think it's so funny that, like, the same elderly assholes who can't take a selfie without holding their phone down below their chin because they can't (laughs) see without their fucking bifocals are mad about that have been making fun of millennials, right? Oh, these millennials can't get off their phones. Oh, blah, blah. Now someone says, okay, boomer, and their fucking asshole explodes. It's like, dude, I caught that, like, two weeks later. And I was trying to figure out because it really blew up. I saw, boomer, yeah, just because that girl boomer. said it uh, to Congress, I think, or something. 
She was somewhere. I don't even know this. Somebody yes. said OK Boomer at like a government thing. Dude, that's what Are made OK me? Boomer a thing. <laughs> this, so this lady was talking about something and someone yells out in the crowd. She's talking about wage, like uh, minimum wage or something like that, like being too low and how it's hard. Like we have to give people a livable wage is what she's saying. Yeah. Right? And so someone in the background yells. OK Boomer. Because she's saying your generation could live off of less money. You could make a living of minimum wage and still be able to provide yourself at least a house and a, and a and to, food. To tell you the truth, not a house, but to tell you the well, truth, home, as, I mean. as a selfish, um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm 34 and I don't make a lot of money right now. I was doing a lot better last year. Last year, man, 2018, 18, 17, 18 was baller for me, bro. I was like, <laughs> I was killing the game. When and I was you had getting, a great job too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was, dude. I was, I used to drive around, and I would, I would just burst out into laughter and be like, "When is this gonna end?" Because <laughs> I'm making too much money, and this is baller time. And you just got to play with cameras. You would send me pictures. I'd be so yeah. sad. And I didn't even know what the cameras were. I didn't even care. I'm like, eh, uh, John, uh, what's his name? John Cameron. Oh wait, James Cameron. James James Cameron's director of photography is here, working with lenses for the new Avatar movies that are coming out in five years. And like, I wouldn't. Like I'm going to pick up like Fu for like the for his crew and him and like I have no idea who he is, what they're doing. I don't know anything about the specs. Yep. And you're and I'm like sending it to you while you're like at the law firm. And I was so <laughs> and you're like miserable. fuck you, dude. <laughs> but um, saying this now, even right now, I don't make a lot of money. I work in a grocery store. I work in a bakery. I'm not. I don't have tons of hours. I don't work full time. Um. But yeah, man, if I were to strip away my vices. My smoking cigarettes, mm-hmm. my alcohol, my comic books, my video games, my Netflix, my have literal my, no happiness. My Spotify. Mm-hmm. Not it's not just that. If I just like streamlined what I have, because we have a big culture right now of like we have so much and we keep building and getting more shit. Like I have more records that I have not listened to than I have. Well, same but with I, games, you know that. Same thing with video games. We do it and we want to have the happiness because we want to have the retail therapy. But you know. Some of the it is hard to live, especially imagine if you have children or you're married, which you get government kickbacks, I guess. But I think a lot of us could live. Depends where you live, but yeah, like I probably could scrounge my way to be having like a really small like studio apartment. Probably not. And like, actually, I probably couldn't right now. What I just rented, you saw my old house, twelve hundred and fifty-five dollars a month. Jesus, dude. No, no other bills. That's just rent. And that was just one bedroom, a little hallway, a bathroom. That was a, a 500 square foot home. That's nothing. That's like really? a studio. Really? For 1,200? Yes. Because my first apartment, I don't think you ever saw it, was 400 square feet. And it was, God bless these days, 750. Six. 750 bucks. Yeah. My second one, the one you saw, the nice one, the, 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 that yeah. cool little house, that was 800 bucks a month. Dude. That house for eight hundred bucks is like a dream. Oh no! True. Right now it's like seventeen hundred. Oh, yeah. Right now it's like seventeen hundred yeah. a month. But that's what I'm saying. So and that's she was just saying, four year difference. She was just saying that kind of thing, like just saying we need to be able to provide people a livable wage. And obviously, minimum wage jobs aren't meant to be careers. But in the market that we're in, a lot of times people are taking jobs because they just need a job. You know what I mean? Like. If you're like me, you're not college educated or not fully college educated, you might be stuck in a position. Like if I lost my job, I might have to take a job, you know, minimum wage. You might job. have to get like an assistant manager at a Walmart or some shit. I might have to just get a job like my old job, work front desk at a hotel. Actually, I'm not gonna front wage. assistant manager at a Walmart is probably at least thirty five. Yeah. 
and and, and, 30, a, and 35 is is livable. It's livable, 30, but it's 30, barely livable. Dude, 30 is livable. 30 grand a year is livable. It's yes. barely, though. Not with bills, not with like... I mean, whatever. Yeah, you can make it work. But So she was just saying that, and someone yelled, and she just said, okay, boomer, and kept going. And people <sighs> went, cuckoo nuts for it. Because it is the, it is true. It's all these old people who think that this bootstrap culture still exists. There's no picking yeah. yourself by the fucking bootstrap, Yeah, like, it's like, you can't yo, even afford boots. It's like <laughs> you fucking got yourself through college by working at the ice cream shop, you know? Yeah, like, or you went into the military at a time where they gave you, where they you gave know, they, you they, they treated you well after you left, which is a big problem too. Like, I I, I mean, these people risk their lives and then they're like, okay, bye, you know? No, I have a friend. I have a friend who went to, like, went to the military after high school. It's, that's the only option he really yeah. had. yeah. Was either suffering poverty because of his family situation. Um, he's a great dude. He's actually he lives in L.A. now. He's fighting to become a voice actor. Nice. He's one of the one of those guys that like saw Batman the animated series and he goes, "I'm gonna do that one day." He just went into and he's still killing. I am it. the knight. Yeah, he's like, no, he's a really cool guy, but he had to do that. He when we were like twenty, mm-hmm. twenty two. Yeah, he was in Afghanistan. Yeah, like. There. Well, he was in, yeah, right after 9 11, probably. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, 9 11. Well, I mean, a couple years after, but and in then that war. we graduated 2003. So around 2005, he was four or five. He was in Afghanistan. You know what his fucking job was? Is uh, he worked in a unit where anytime there was a bomb threat called on a building, which was yeah, a million times every a hour, yeah. every day, all the time, a bomb squad would have to be called in, but they realized that what would happen is, is sometimes there would be a bomb threat called on a building so that the uh, uh, the military would run in and then they would ambush. Yeah. So his job was bomb threats called in on, called in on the building, <laughs> bomb squad goes in, then him and his peoples come up and they set up three submachine guns on tripods no. and stand at the front of the building just waiting to see if anyone's going to bum rush. Oh, no. Because what people would do is go, um, oh, there's a bomb in this building. And then people would, yeah. you know, military would and rush in the building. Exactly where they are. And then the other, and then the freaking the bad guys would rush in the building and be like, they're on the fourth floor. Let's go up there and fucking yeah. bum rush them or let's, whatever. It's so like when he, I was in middle school and they would call bomb threats just to get out of school. Yeah. So we he would have like to like, week. the bomb threat on the building and then he would have to run in and he showed me a picture. He took a picture, showed me one time. I'll try to dig it up for you. Literally, two giant machine guns on tripods and they're just sitting there looking through the front of the you building. Know how fucking terrifying that had and to have been? And he's 20, 22, 21 Dude. I think about how fucking this scary fucking that is. guy who grew up in Jamaica and he moved to Florida when dog he didn't play video games until I think PS one because he's a nerd like us yeah, yeah. it's my buddy Rico and uh but like his whole beginning of his life was like goats and like going to get the water from the river with yeah. the bucket like my brother and sister used to have to mm-hmm. do that like we need water take your ass down the street like I was lucky I was born in America but yeah. my brother and sister were raised in Dominican Republic so you gotta like. We need water. Go get the fucking water and lug it back. Yep. You better not drop that shit. He grew up like that. Like his first video games ever was like PS One era, when he Jesus. saw like you know Legend of Dragoon and like Which fucking a good game. <laughs> fucking shit like that. And then that's around what age? Maybe twelve, thirteen. Yeah. And then he's twenty and he's in Afghanistan with a fucking tripod mounted machine, machine gun. gun. And they're just like, if anybody comes in. Light him up. So and like, what's crazy is, 
what what I think is like, and yes, he did it have... because he, financial. He didn't yeah. he didn't have anything here to do. His family was poor. He was like, I guess I'll go do it. Well, so uh, here's the thing. You can make a good career out of the military. People do it all the time. You can, but you got to stay in there. You have to stay you in there. Gotta you got to keep re-enlisting like, and going back. Yeah, you have to continuously do education. And just, you know, you have to have a plan. But a lot of people get, you know, suckered in by just the idea of like, here's a $5,000 signing bonus. And you're like, hell yeah. And yeah. Then you get five Gs, five Gs to get in. By the way, you have no time to spend it because you're leaving now. You're yeah. going to boot camp, get your ass kicked. Yep. And then um, you're going to serve four years. And when you leave, you're going to get like 50 grand. But if you cut that up and you think about it. Into four years. You're like, four, yes, you're no rent. Grand, you know, they're paying your like, rent, your food, and all and that stuff. They take that into account. because they? Go, they? Yeah, they take all that into account. So you leave four years later and you come home and, yeah, you got a $50,000 check. But, like... You just spent four years. And correct us, anyone who knows. Yeah, I yeah, know we yeah. do have a listener. I think Trevor, I believe, was in the military. Yeah. Trevor LaPont. Uh, if anybody wants to let us know, like, because I may be butchering stuff because I don't know because I, I wasn't the in military. there. I tested once. You tested for what? Uh, my friend was trying to go into the Navy, and he needed a ride to the testing center. So I went. I took him, you know, just gave him a ride. And you said, fuck it, I'll just test while I'm here? I was sitting there bored, so I took the written test. And the guy came out. Listen, he was probably blowing smoke. He oh, he like, told you you were the best. No, he was like, he just said, you tested extremely well. Of course he did. He just <laughs> said, look, you tested at a level that like, you could go to medical school if you wanted to in the military. I believe that. You're I believe a smart that. Guy. And I was like, yeah, except I'd have to go to the military, which I'm not going to do. And he's like, I could get you in and you could do a job that you would never see combat. I'm like, mm, until someone else, you know, until enough people were either injured or whatever and at some point at i'm some trained point, yeah. to do combat because at some point i may have to engage in combat and i promise you i will shoot everybody around me because i'm ter- uh, like i'll be terrified i will shoot everything that moves including my feet anyone else around <laughs> me anyone sleeping children people that have are just getting groceries i would be in a f- state be terrified. of constant fear that's not true at all but that's what i said like I'm sure. Just to let them know, like, dude, I can't be put in a place. You know, there are warriors and fighters out there, and I think you can kind of read that off of people yeah. sometimes. And like, I'm not one of those. I've been in 20 fights. You know how many times I've hit anyone in a fight? Zero. Zero times. <laughs> He's got your ass beat up. I just got beat up. Damn a dog, lot. you have no links. I've I have been in 50 <laughs> almost fights, and I've gotten myself out of every one because of my silver tongue. No, no. I trick them into not attacking me i've done I, that i but. think i can defend myself to a point i think i could if i can get behind you and choke you i'm good <laughs> but i've never had to do it but i've definitely been in situations where this guy wants to taste the sweetness of beating my face in yeah and i've, I've always there. gotten out of it i've been there so honestly like real talk i've probably been in like seven fights and i got jumped a bunch still of times. A lot. i got jumped a bunch of times and i got like beat up by two people like i never got in a one-on-one fight i was Why never the in a fuck fight were you getting jumped why were they I targeting a really you? bad school uh and they would just target you and just beat you up yes i'm sorry man oh no dude it was what it was I'm sorry. and i'll tell you when I'm holding Aaron's thigh right now. The one time I got like super jumped, it was really bad. I probably told the story. I you, got the the, the worst head. time you got beat up? Yeah, I got hit in the head with a textbook, and then I fell and got picked up on my feet, and literally like everybody was walking by just punching and kicking me, and I started really? wiping blood on them. And How old were I you? Had AIDS. Uh, I was like 12. 
This is fucking middle school? Yeah. But I had braces, so I started bleeding. So I started spitting blood and saying I had AIDS and like wiping it on people. I feel so bad about that. I'm so sorry, dude. Well, so I, I didn't came... even see that happen. Like, I got bullied around and hit too, but like, I didn't even see that kind of shit happen. I went Where to the very... fuck did you go to school? I went to Attic's Middle School at the time. Uh, it was not a good school. But uh, I went home and my dad saw me. Well, I went to my dad's house because my parents were divorced at that point. Uh, that weekend, he lived on the beach, and I used to go all the time because it was awesome. He lived on Hollywood Beach, man, like right That's on the gangster. boardwalk. Was, oh, really? That's cool. Like you know where the Hagen Dazs is at yeah. the like, south end? Yeah, he was down that street. I skateboarded on yeah. there once. I had one skateboard date <laughs> with my buddy Jeff, like back when we were about twenty-seven. Uh, we did a skateboard, like 27, 28. We did like a skateboard day. And like one day I kick, push, coasted nice. on, on the on the boardwalk. I almost died a few times, but it was well, fun. Uh, my dad was like, that's it. I'm getting you a gun. I was like, do not get me a gun. Do not get me <laughs> a gun. You're like 12. He's I was going to give you a and this, gun? Uh, I mean, you know, my dad was You should have said, that's it. We're getting karate lessons. No, I mean, he was just, my dad was, he wasn't serious. He didn't own a gun. Uh, he owned guns. He owned like hunting rifles. But he was just like... He was a rager. Like he was he would pissed, get, dude. He His was fucking pissed, boy yeah. got beat up. He was like, "I'm getting you a gun." I was like, "Do not get me a gun." <laughs> I was like, "Cause I will shoot somebody who's beating me up, and I will go to jail for the rest of my life." So do not. Uh, I'm like, it's fine. I will survive, um, and I did. I mean, I didn't help myself. I had long hair. I wore a bright yeah, you're yellow a little hoodie. Shit, you're a shit. You're a shit lord. And I didn't keep my mouth shut. If someone did, like, you have friends? Yeah. It was okay. Who so, was your best friend in middle school? My best friend in middle school was Charles Biondo. Charles Biondo. Yeah. Um, Mike Schwartz is my best friend for my whole life. I've known him since I was seven. Like yeah. he was my you best friend, but we didn't go to school too. together. Okay. So my best school friend was Charles, probably John and Isaac Hagloff, my friends that were twins, but we all stuck together. This was a day, it was known, it was a known fact. <laughs> That if you were a white kid, which there was not many of us, it was a predominantly black uh, middle school. Yeah. In my and class. And it was the 90s. It was normal back then. Relax. In my class, there was maybe 15 or 20 white kids. And so we would all go into school first. We would just go in. Get to class and sit there. No, like, get into the gym. That was the thing. They'd make us sit in the gym. First? For an hour before school because all the buses would get out like you know periodically over that okay, time okay so wrangle the kids first get and disperse in, them they'd play a bunch of music kids would dance play volleyball and wow that's weird we that's would sit different. in an alcove and people would throw basketballs in there as hard as they could <laughs> what <laughs> yeah we would sit on these mats in there and then all of a sudden every once in a while just a fucking ball would come in just did you guys ever think of like acclimating out and just saying everyone spread out and just Go out there. Well, no. If you're out there, let's, you're getting hit even more. Let's play some ball. Let's. No, no, no. That's not no? how it was. It was survival, man. So, anyways, I was just late to school, so I was running in, and I just was late, so it was the target. And you singled out. I was like long, beautiful hair, and <laughs> I just got hit, and that grungy. was it. But There's a lone grungy running. That's what we used other to, times. Back we used to call it. That's what we called like like the kids along. Oh, and over here in plant South Florida, we call them grungies, um, or in plantation we call grungies. But I will say, I I will say I'm thankful for that time because it showed me what the problem with prejudices are. Instead of like it could have turned me, I could have become a hateful asshole. Yeah, but I instead I took it in, and everyone I knew was the same way. We all took it more like 
Like, no one that was in that school with me has become, like, a weirdo racist person, which could happen, you know? Like, you're just getting beat up by people. Yeah. I took it, and I saw my family, who are all a bunch of rednecks on my dad's side and are racist assholes, drug addict weirdos. I hope they listen to this. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> And I, I took it, and I was like, but I see what the end result of that is. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's someone who's just a fucking person, has nothing to do with anybody, you know, having violent or aggressive people come after them for no reason other than what they were born. Yeah. So especially with something like that with like violence when you're enacting violence on someone who you don't know, you're really wanting to hit someone who's hurting you in your life. Yeah. So that's why kids do that shit. Yeah. Like the kid who's beating you up at school isn't beating you up because he hates you. He's beating you up because someone's hurting him at home or something like that. Honestly, in that case, I think they were just beating me up because they could. Like yeah, and also and, and and also culture was part of that. Like I remember, I mean, we grew up similar age. We I mean, we're, we're basically the same age. Maybe we're we're apart by two what years two years. Yeah. Uh, same shit. Um, culturally, I hated that. I saw a lot of my friends or some of my friends who were like normal, decent kids just turn into dipshit fucking assholes mm. because they thought, oh, culturally, I'm supposed to be this like whatever. So now, yeah. I'm, so now I'm an asshole. And now when you're not looking, I'm going to fucking steal this out of your car or I'm going to fuck you over or I'm going to just because it's so silly because it really is. We said this is going to be a short episode. We're 45 minutes. It's all good, Um, especially because a lot of this really was sometimes just pop culture, like things like music. I saw I saw music and like culture influence like my best friend since I was like eight or nine turn him into a fucking idiot criminal piece of shit when he was mad smart and like got a scholar he got a free ride to fsu well, look, at that and point he too, just the, turned into an idiot the, be, the because thing, he thought he needed to yeah well the thing is those things defined us all when we were in middle school like at that point in the 90s that was it you liked rap music or you liked metal music was, and grunge like me or you you know like and i was always you, a great i was always like great jedi no no and, and and I was, I mean, I liked, you know, uh, no, you, they called Quest. you head, they, they called, Soul. but they I called liked... you headbanger. They lumped you. Me, I always, I always kind of skirted the middle. I think it maybe helps because I'm Dominican because I'm Latin. Even though back then I just looked like, I guess maybe I looked Latin. I don't know. I was a skinny little kid with fair skin, but like I didn't well, get lumped into a group. So what I don't I, think they knew what to do with me. What I'm getting at is the kids, like kids growing up now. There's a lot of issues the internet brings into the world. You know, there's access to pornography, and ac- and that fucks people Fuck up. Fuck yeah, dude. But there's also access to information. There isn't that kind of tribalism as much anymore. Like, I, my sister has kids that are in high school, middle school right now, and yeah, they're assholes to each other, but they're assholes to each other for much different reasons. It's not yeah. just like, you don't like the music I like, and you have long hair. Fuck you. And yeah, they like, know more. They're more inclusive now, because they, under- yeah. they understand. It is kind of cool, because the kids nowadays do understand and know, like, there are multiple dichotomies, like, in, in, in the way people are different. And they know that the hip-hop kid could still be cool with the, the grungy headbanger yeah. and whatever. And but they're those, finding other ways to discriminate against each other. Yeah, and yeah, be of mad course. at each other. That's natural tribalism that's going to happen because children don't have any life experience. All they have is school, and all they are, all that is relative and to their television. life and relevant to their life is school. So, I get that. But anyways, that is something I see, and I'm like, it's really cool. Like, you know, we won't get into any of this stuff, but that is one thing that I think the culture these days 
is affecting in a positive way. Like, I think adults are taking shit to a level that's insane on all sides. But I watch kids, like, I watch my nieces and nephews be normal as fuck and, like, accept each other. And there's none of this nonsense, you know, fighting over everything. They're fighting over dumb shit, but they're not fighting over, like, you know... What whatever whatever hot topic it is at the time, you know what I mean. That we see like, especially everyone... if every kid has their own iPhone or smartphone, because they're content because they have their own shit. Oh, she's been she's been farting. It smells so bad. Really, I don't even. I have no sense of smell. She knows. Look at her. She lifted her head. She smells her own farts. She's like, yeah, smells um, farts. Anyways, this week, uh... <laughs> this is <laughs> welcome to Nerds the podcast where we work through our childhood trauma for your entertainment. Yeah. This week, uh, I'm going to review Dr. Sleep uh, and the first episode of The Mandalorian. The second episode has dropped, because today's Friday, it dropped today, but I haven't watched it yet. Um, oh, they didn't drop the whole season at once? No. That's a good idea. Uh, Kelsey's obsessed with Disney+. Plus. It seems cool. I see her post. She's like, there's so much Disney to watch. Yeah, I'm like, no thanks. I'm just pissed, because we're Song of the South, motherfuckers. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> I'm going to review a bunch of old school, like uh, retro shit. I'm going to review River City Girls. I'm going to review uh, a final review of Blasphemous. And I'm also going to do a review of Slain Back from Hell. Uh, Which I just watched a trailer for. It looks... It's Edgelord the game. It's dope. But it's, 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 it's done in a way that it's like on the nose. Like they know what they're doing. It's a it's joke. It's dope, dude. Yeah, it's, it's and sick. it looks fucking awesome. It's, it's awesome. And the guy and circle headbanging every time you kill a boss yeah. is pretty cool. It's called a windmill. Uh, yeah. So I I'll, review, I'll, I'll review windmill those Windmill to three. me, uh, uh, the reverse windmill. Windmill is the, the hands. Yeah, but I do reverse windmill. That was my mosh dance oh, always. Oh, God. That's how you dislocate your shoulders. I used to, my old roommate, Letterman, used to drum for a bunch of bands. Like, he's drummed for the agency. He drummed for uh, Warfare and Weapons Meet. Um, just, he's drummed for a bunch of hardcore bands and a bunch of bands around. Yeah. Uh, I used to take my shirt off when he'd come home from work, and I would walk out into the living room and scream, Gandalf! Like Frodo does when he falls <laughs> down the thing, and I would just reverse windmill. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Uh, I don't know why I, I did the Gandalf scream once because we lived together right when uh, Lord of the Rings came out. Like it was like two thousand. Uh, it was at, it was when it was when out on DVD. Did Lord of the Rings come out? Two thousand one, two thousand two, two. Because I remember I was with uh, my ex fiance who was Ian's sister at the time. I was friends with Ian, and we went to the midnight opening. Okay. And I remember someone had a flip phone. And they took it out, and it lit up during the... And we were at a midnight showing a fucking Lord of the Rings. So it was nerd alert. You know, it was yeah, like a bunch of nerds. It's nerd time. There was people <laughs> dressed up and everything, which at the time wasn't, you know, a common theme. Yeah. And my buddy BT just said, close it. And <laughs> <laughs> just closed their phone and put it away. Because, like, we were in rapture. High alert. It's Dude, nerd time. Seeing Middle Earth on the screen was, like, the coolest shit Dude, ever. you want to know some shit? Hmm. When Lord of the Rings trailer came out, I was like, "Oh, that looks cool. What's that?" I had I didn't know anything. I'd never I've never read The Lord of the Rings. I tried. I didn't even know. I just knew that when I was in the third grade, we were supposed to read The Hobbit for the class. A great book. I read that book. But back in school, like whenever we had mandatory book reads, I just wouldn't. I just wouldn't read them. 
<laughs> I read two. I read Bridge to Terabithia. Oh, boy. And it traumatized me, and I cried my eyes uh, out. I read Where the Red Ferns Grow, which Dude, traumatized that's what I was going to say worse. next. Where the Red Fern Grows is my number one of all time. When he has read the two dogs, yeah, and like at the end they're exti- they're talking about the intestines spilling out. Yes, where the red fern grows was the first like book I read, and it was I remember like him saving up the money to go. To yes, the- dude, I read that game. That I still have a copy of that book because I think even when I was still in high school, I bought a physical copy of Where the Red Fern Grows for nostalgia version. Yeah, it's in my shed. And then I didn't want to read anything. I didn't read fucking The Hobbit. I didn't read whatever other books. Oh, I read uh, Island I, of the Blue Dolphins, which is another. I, did, I remember being told you have to read that. Like, dude, in school back in the day, I used to just be like, nah, not doing that. I used to just like they would, they would be like, uh, this year's science project. I'm like, oh, I love doing science project. Trifold board, and they're like, accompanying. You have to write an eight page paper, and I'd be like. Nah, nah. It's gonna, it's gonna take enough this quarter, and I, you, I literally would just be like, oh, I'll just take enough. I'm not writing that shit. But um, then I read Bridge to Terabithia, and that was sad. I never saw the movie because I saw okay. it. It had like, didn't it have like t- future tech in it? No, they made a movie like a couple years ago. That uh, yeah, yeah, but that is the imaginary world that she like Terabithia. Oh, okay. But where the red fern grows, dude. You know what I think? We should go back and read that book again and do I'll an episode. Cry. Let's cry together, my dude. I I had to read Watership Down. I fucking cried. I don't know what that is. I'm sure it's uh, sad. Watership Down is an allegorical story about bunnies <laughs> that is a retelling of like or an allegorical retelling of World War Two. Oh shit! It is just heavy dead bunnies. And that's just like dude. That's like some like animal animal farm. Yes, like that kind of shit. When you look back, like. You made me read that when I was nine? Then when I was in high school, we had to read uh, Tunnel in the Sky, which was like about like Boy Scouts going to another planet and like, you know. Fuck out of here. Yeah, sci-fi Boy Scouts. What was the one with um, the regular guy and the mentally disabled guy? Of Mice and of Men. Of Mice and Men. Yeah. Um, Frankie, Frankie or something? What was his name? Theodore? Frankie, the... Oh, the big guy. Oh no, that's a. Oh my god, you of made mice me forget. and men. Yeah, yeah. No, but you made me forget his name. Anyways, that's a sad. That's a good book. Yeah, really sad. I remember that thing. I remember. Um, I went to the library and skimmed through the, the, um, Cliff Notes thing. Yeah, and wrote a paper and got a fucking B plus on it. <laughs> I was like, fuck you, Lenny. Lenny, good call, Lenny. He Lenny. kills the little bunny. Kills- I thought he was always like basically Frankenstein from Mary he kills Shelley. A girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, same thing with Frankenstein. No, Frankenstein kills a little girl by yeah. mistake. So did Lenny. They both killed a little. I thought Lenny killed an animal. Um, no, he kills an animal at the beginning of the book. But then he kills the girl at the end. Or I always or, thought Lenny no, was. No, I think the guy knows he's going to and has to kill him. That's what it is. The 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 more generally intelligent the person, one. the smart guy. Has to fucking shoot yeah. Lenny, and he he puts him down like a dog, basically. I That's can't remember, but shit, dude. I, I read Pygmalion, which I really liked too. But uh, anyways, what the fuck are we talking about? It, this is welcome we're to all over the podcast where we're all over the place. You know who knows? But um, how about we do this? How about we just get into the nitty gritty because we already got through our rantings. It's been about an hour or so. Let's get into our weeks. We'll get into some. It's been. There we go. It's been uh, let's yeah get into this shit that we're I'll gonna go quick. talk and review. Yeah, me too. Uh, I had butthole surgery. You want to talk about it? 
It was interesting. Of course you want. You're such an extrovert. You love talking about it. It was interesting. Uh, I woke up and now I have a rubber band sticking out of my butthole and going into the hole in my cheek. So it's like I'm pierced. Uh, I have a, you know, because the way this thing works is there's an outside hole on my butt cheek that connects to a hole inside somewhere in my body, you know, in, in my intestines yeah. or whatever, my butthole tract. You have a large piercing, but that goes from your, so one of the holes is your butthole. Yeah. And, and it goes around. And hole in your body. Yeah. And then you have a rubber band that's kind of like tourniqueting something. Yeah. Well, no. What it's supposed to do is, or what it's doing is straightening out the track. The track that the the thing I have made, which is just pushing okay. liquid so out of just, my body. So it's like almost... It's straightening it out. It's allowing the rest it of it out. to heal while this rubber band is there so that it gives the it gives this track some you know something to basically drip gross stuff down, which, let me tell you, is gross. Let me also tell you, it's fucking weird. <laughs> it is fucking weird, man. Is there any way to turn this into a kink? No. No? <laughs> I've had a man's finger up my ass, didn't care for it. Yeah, you, I know, you told me last time. Didn't you're hate like, it. You are like, yeah, it wasn't like the worst. No, it was... Did you, you know, come? Did you come? No, no. no I didn't get no. a bone or anything. I mean, if I came, that'd be I would have really told funny. them, like, hey, while you're in there, can you press that button they always talk about so I can see if it's real or not? That pr- you know, they always talk about that prostate button. Yeah, milk in the, the prostate. Yeah, they're always like, oh, no, you don't understand. If they if a nurse puts her finger in your butt and they press this one gland, you'll explode in orgasm. I hate people say shit like that because I'm like, I don't need much help, dude. <laughs> like, coming is not hard. It's really not, dude. It's not hard at all. Like, I think I said on the last one when we lost, I was like, you know what sucks? Is sometimes I'll just go to like try to like clear the chamber and get one out. And it's like, I'm done before like the <laughs> shirt comes off. It's like, because like back in the day when you're a teenager, like you want to sit there all day like, oh yeah. my God, this is awesome. Now it's just like the logo comes up. Like the, what's the Pornhub? What's the Pornhub thing? It goes oh, like, community. doom, Ba-doom, 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 yeah. bam. It yeah. like does that sound thing. <laughs> Dude, I'm like, I'm I'm berbering. That's Pavlov's at, re- <laughs> Pavlovian response. Yeah, as soon as it starts, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> it's done. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, when people do stuff like that and they're like, Dude. <laughs> You'll come so hard. I'm like, dude, I come pretty hard anyways. <laughs> like, I don't need to come much harder. Like, when people say shit like that, like, uh, listen, I have no, I have no uh, thoughts on this. But when people are like, when, when you were circumcised as a child, you were robbed of, like, more sensitivity. I'm like, I don't need much more fucking help, dude. Hopefully, like, you know, like, hopefully if, if I had my fucking foreskin, I wouldn't come immediately. Like, it sounds like it would feel pretty good for anything to move it at I, all. I will tell you, I don't like, like yeah, the internet. Um, it's pretty dope having it. <laughs> I'm pretty happy that I have mine. Because yeah. I can imagine. If I had a kid, I most likely wouldn't would circumcise don't. Don't, yeah. Don't fucking mutilate them. It's, I mean, I love the way my dick looks, why, but it's because I've lived yeah, with it for 36 years. Yeah, but mine the same. I just pull the force Well, no, no, listen. Back. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I dislike uncircumcised. It's weird to me because it's not mine. Yeah, because you don't have it, yeah. Every other dick's weird to me because it's not mine. Want to take our dicks out and look at them? Yeah. Let's Should we rub out. them together? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll let you dock with me. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, um, but anyways. anyways. <laughs> I just think it's funny when people say shit like that, like, and you've lost so much sense. You know, like, good. I would be coming immediately. Like, a, a wind would blow, and I'd be like, oh, God. Because all of it feels fucking cool, man. Like, and I Pretty don't, much. Like, I don't remember it. Like, I, again, 
I probably wouldn't do it to my kid because I don't think there's like, especially since most it's mostly tied to religion. Dude, we're not in Mesopotamia. No, people like to say it's about cleanliness, but it's like, hey, dog, if you just like clean your body, it's the same thing with any other part of your body. Yeah, clean it when you take a shower and like maintain your body. It's not some weird shit. Well, like, when people are maybe like, maybe if you lived in 1600 before soap was invented, or yeah, it was yeah, different, yeah. or you had to bathe in a river and there's like fucking river lice. <laughs> but like, dude, it's it's fine. It, it's really not a big deal. All of our dicks are dirty until you shower, and then they're not dirty, dirty anymore. Like, yeah, you just clean it. It's, you clean anything. Everything's dirty. You know what's but, something good? Um, but why did I even talk about that? I don't know, man. It's all good. So we, this is what we do, man. This is um, why they're listening. Oh, well, we were talking about my surgery. Uh, oh, that's true. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> we thought that was embarrassing. But Aaron's got a rubber band. In it's his um, it's weird, man. It's fucking weird. Oh, yeah, you asked me if there's any way to turn this into a kink, which is not. Um, it's it's extremely weird, and my friend was complaining. Uh, my old coworker, uh, my old boss, we still talk because um, we got really close because we were co-managers, um, and we managed a shitty team. Um, we were talking, and she was like, oh, it's so depressing right now. It's fucking like 13 degrees outside and snowing because she lives in Buffalo. I'm like... Hey, at least you're not currently on the toilet trying to relearn how to wipe your asshole so you don't fucking pull on the rubber band that's sticking out of it. Cause I it thought about that. Hurts. I just didn't want to ask you because I didn't want to. Uh, and let's not go there. But I was, I was thinking it hurts. Like, that. like that sucks, man. Like I'm My sorry. A struggle. Like, I'm sorry that you're going through this, dude. And I have to get another surgery in six weeks, which means I'm gonna have to do two enemas again. There's already something in there. I don't know how I'm gonna stick an enema in there. It's weird gotta tell you you know what i appreciate the fact that you're sharing you know you're not emb- like me if it was me going through this no one would even know no one would know <laughs> i would be like yeah oh i went to band practice the other day and uh just bought a new dark Souls yeah no, i was really figure. tired for two days i just yeah. uh didn't talk to anybody but this one wasn't as uh it wasn't like a surgery sur- like i went under they did a you know it was an invasive procedure but i wasn't cut so Okay. The next one, they're gonna actually, you know, do a surgery. They're gonna cut and they're gonna put pig intestine in me. It's gonna be weird, but um, that one should be the last procedure. Metal. Thank yeah. fucking god. Um, and then hopefully it's all normal after that. Hopefully, man. I talk about it because to me, I don't really care. Like I care, it sucks, but I, I'm not embarrassed of it. I can't help it, you know. Yeah, I think it's how you it's deal with it awkward. is by sharing. We're wearing a maxi pad right now. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and Kelsey bought them for me, but the, she didn't get ones with wings, and that's really tough. Wings are helpful. Get the wings, baby. Because I don't have aim with the, you know, like where this is going to be, because I sit and things shift. So the wings give you a little more space. It bleeds. Wait the other fucking spend the other twelve bucks and go buy wings, dog. I'm, well, I'm going to just wait these ones out. These are pretty good. I got it down. Right. What happens is I just look where, you know, things are happening, and then the next one I put in, I just move it to where that was. Okay. It's all, it's weird. I'm sorry. I'm just going to keep saying it's weird, but it's fucking weird. <laughs> and it <laughs> Believe hurts. You. It's sore because it's just like a little... It's a wound. ...wound in my body. Yeah. And it... But you know what's crazy? So this guy, my new doctor, is awesome. He's no fucking nonsense. Like he doesn't joke. He's not like funny. He's a very nice guy. He's he's, you know, just a no nonsense like dude. He fucking did I? I think I said it on the last episode with Keith, but I told you how he said, you know, he's gonna do a rectal exam, and I was like, hopefully, he's not really gonna stick some of my ass. He's just saying he's gonna look 
you know, he was already looking, but I'm like, maybe he's just saying he's going to look. I'm like, well, what does that mean? And I look over my shoulder, and his hand just comes up, and he's got a glove on. He's like, I'm going to put my finger in your rectum. And I was like, <laughs> and I swear to God, I said, fuck it, let's get crazy. <laughs> and then, yeah, we got crazy. That's nuts, dude. But he, you know, I had told him, look, I went, you know, we did a procedure before. He could not find the internal opening, so I had to have a drain in, which is very, was annoying and didn't do anything. Like, it's not going to heal it, you know? Just a fucking tube that's letting stuff come out of it. Yeah. And he was like, huh. Just drainage. He's like, well, I'm going to I'm gonna find it. So then I go under, I wake up, and he's like, he tells Kelsey, like, you know, he, take, he walks out to let her know she's the one who was taking me home. So he's like, all right, everything's good, you know, whatever. And he's like, honestly, I found it super easy. And he's like, she said he had to catch himself because he's like, I don't know what that other guy was doing. And then he's like, I mean, things change, you know, maybe he was, you know, whatever. But like, he came to me and he was like, yeah, I found it super easy. So... We're gonna, you know, we're gonna go through with everything. So he didn't have to make the hole because that was what I was scared of. Because he said if he didn't find it, he would put a probe in, you know, into the track and f- slowly make his way through, find the internal end, and just poke a hole through so he could put the rubber band in. Because rubber band is just to straighten the track out so that he can then cut me open, sew everything up, do the grafts so that it heals better, and yeah. it's done. He's gonna do a flap, which is what I had with my pylon idle cyst, and why my butt crack at the top is flat. It's weird. I keep saying it's weird, but it's fucking weird. It's like what they do is they pull skin over and then they sew it up so that it heals over it. Like it basically okay. covers the wound, you know, covers the track. Yeah. And they usually like they'll either burn the track or, or you know, sew it in, you know, like basically sew it shut and then they put the flap over. But okay. I was just happy with my pylonidal cyst that <laughs> they have a way to do it that you have to go continuously get them to rip packing out of it and it heals from the inside out. So you have an open wound with gauze in it and you have to let them pull it out. You have to be awake that. For must that must be so... It's probably uncomfortable. It must hurt so fucking bad. It's probably more uncomfortable no, weird. What I read online Is and what I painful? heard was people were saying it's miserable. Look it, man. Dude, enjoy it. We don't. We live in a cushy, cushy world, man. Enjoy the pain. It's going to be a... a, a a controlled experience, <sighs> and you're you go. going That's, to. You just heard it. That's you, my pain. You're going. It's going to be a controlled experience. It's part of the healing process, and you're going to get to experience the pain. Just you know, listen to some emo. My body is a roadmap of pain. <laughs> you know what that's from? No, I d- I do, but I can't recall it. It's from the Frighteners. The Frighteners with Michael J. Fox. Yeah. That movie is the shit where death is chasing them. Yes. That movie is so good. Remember when the, the crazy detective from the FBI comes and he's got the girl uh, in, he's got the main uh, love interest, uh, the co-lead or whatever you would call it, in the car. I forget her name. Andy something, uh, the actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like reveals that he's all scarred up from self-harm and he goes, my body is a roadmap of pain. And then he opens his shirt, and she's like, oh, shit. And then you see Michael J. Fox, his ghost is driving the car. That's crazy. That movie was really good. I love that movie. That's Peter Jackson. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Really? Yeah. That movie was... I remember watching that, and that was like, what, 95? Yeah, 98, I want to say. 98? I saw it in the theater. Dude, that movie was Was not so good. It was so good. That was a really good movie. You ever seen Dead Alive? Dead Alive, yeah. Ugh, the monkey. I love and the that eyeball movie. and the and the lawnmower. I love of when course. the priest is throwing those ducks as Chinese stars and he cuts the lady's head off. Yeah, of course. I mean, it was a little much. He for filmed me. that. 
Like over no, that was Bad Taste. He filmed his first movie. Even but it, Bad Taste as well. It's like because that was when I was like really into horror. Like I was like younger, like like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. They were Bad Taste and and even Dead Alive were just a little bit much. No, they were gore splatterfest. That's like what no, the fun I part know, of it is. No, I know, but it was like when he's beating that baby against the swing set. Yes, dude. <laughs> but it was like even for me who loves that shit. I loved zombie films at that time. I love um, a New Zealand accent. But I just it was just a bit much for me. I was like, oh, I get oh, it. I love. I, it I have was to watch too it much. Again. It was so much that I was like kind of annoyed by it. Dude, I think back a lot to my childhood and I should have stolen the poster for Dead Alive. You know where Happy Pappies is on Griffin and not to localize, but on Griffin and 441? Nope. Happy Pappies is a liquor store and they had a, they have a sub shop too. Um so Griffin Road in 441, there's a McDonald's that closed down. And when it was closed the first time, because it closed, reopened, and they moved to buy Hard Rock. When it was closed when I was a kid, they had Dead Alive posters plastered all over it. Like, they would plaster movie posters on it to advertise. Yeah. And, like, I didn't know what that movie was. Then I saw it, and by the time I saw it and liked it, the posters were gone. You realize you could have just gone and snagged two they or three were, of them? They were like... 11 by what's like legal size paper size they were that size 8 by 11 8 by 11 no 8 by no. 11 is standard paper size standard like 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 I'm calling le- legal's long form the longer papers oh then it's probably like 12 by 14 or something like that I, I would say 14 like 8 by like 8 or 10 by 14 yeah something like that but uh yeah they were like awesome it's a picture of the lady with her like she's like screaming and there's like a skull in her mouth and it says dead alive yeah um so I had surgery. Uh, it went well, actually. Just it sucks right now. It's six weeks that I have to suffer through this shit. I walk with a limp right now because it's nothing's really like I'm not injured in that way. I don't want to move my butt cheeks when I walk because it hurts. So instead of walking like I'm going to shit my pants, so everyone so you're knows, kinda, you're kind of just, just shifting. dragging my right leg so I don't shift. The yeah, butt that's cheek. this movement you're seeing me do right now. It's basically so you're probably doing like this right now. Yes. I'm walking one leg and then swinging my whole body. For the yeah. Other. yeah, so you're keeping your okay. I'm sorry. Everyone, my job knows. I I truly don't care. No, I know, I know is, you don't care, but I'm still saying tough. like I feel you know like I care for you, and I'm sorry that you're going through. No, no, pain. I know. What I'm saying is it's tough. You you kind of have to tell people because if you say I had surgery, they're like what? And then if you say, well, I don't really, you know, it's embarrassing. Then they think you had like dick surgery. So I just tell yeah, them. Yeah. Then like, they go, oh, you have herpes. We get it. I, just tell them <laughs> I had butt crack surgery, so because yeah. it's not a lie. Um, I have a fistula in my asshole. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I had to say it so That's many cheek. times at the fucking hospital. <laughs> the lady was like, "So what are you here for?" I'm like, "I'd rather not really talk about it because I'm not alone in this room full of a million people." Yeah. And she was like, "You're gonna get asked forty times," and I was like, "No, I told my girl about it because she's a nurse," and I was like, "Aaron's been dealing with this." She's like, "Well, what is it?" I'm like, "Well, I want to talk about his business," and then I was like, "But he talks about it on the internet," so. Yeah. I was like, he has a fistula, but it's like in his butt cheeks. We have to have, and she was like, oh, fuck, that sucks. Yeah. Because she knows, you know, yeah, she's she like, knows. she's like, damn, she's like, most likely it's going to be fine, but it's a bummer because it is going to be like inconvenient and yeah. like it's going to be invasive and shitty and like you're going to feel bad. And, but you're going to get through it, man. Bruh. 
Bro, the, don't worry about it. I'm going to give you the sickest blowjob when you're done. The second <laughs> I'm day. I'm kidding. Could we edit that out? That was pretty weird. The So Monday I had the surgery. Tuesday I stayed home as well just because I was intubated. Like I had real. you goddamn right, bro. You had surgery. Well, I had Stay real home. anesthesia. Last time I had twilight anesthesia. So it's just they put an IV and you just go to sleep. This time she was like, it's a little more invasive. I rather you know i'm gonna put you under you're gonna get a tube you won't be awake for any of that you know it'll be out by the time you get up you'll wake up groggy and i'll have a sore throat which sucks but yeah the next day i was fine wednesday i went to work i was okay you know i was a little tired but thursday bruh i was dead i don't know what happened but like it really hit me and then today i was really tired like my body i think is just fighting because there's an outside object in it and it's just trying to heal it i'm sure so i'm just yeah like, your body's definitely huh. going to notice that that i slept from 9:30 p.m. last night until 6:45 p.m. or a.m. 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 which is still when I get that's up. what fucking like 14 10? no not four, not 14 sorry no that's 10 like hours? 10 hours yeah something that's like that that's good yeah sheesh it was crazy it's a lot but um I did that. Uh, I saw Dr. Sleep, which I'll talk about. Had inventory at work, which sucked my balls. I had to work a full day on Friday and then work another three hours at a branch. Then the next day I had to come in at 7.30. I got there about 7.15. I worked until 10 p.m. Okay. 7.30 a.m. till 10 p.m. Running up and down ladders. That's fucking nuts. Lifting shit. And so we were just counting Fuck everything in the warehouse. Fifteen hour day, dude. It sucked balls. I mean, I, I, I mean, was telling like I was complaining about it. You know, like we all were. But I was like, look, we're suffering together. I'm not complaining. Like I'm having it worse than you guys. You know, I I enjoyed part of it, which was seeing the warehouse, like kind of getting my hands on the products. Like I don't know all this stuff, so it's good to see it. You know, I can kind of understand it better. Yeah. Um, and everyone was really nice. It just it's it was a sucky day, but. Then, you know, Sunday, I had to prep for surgery, so I just laid low that day, and then that night, I had to fucking shove water up my ass, and it's it's interesting doing enemas. <laughs> and I was telling the nurse, I'm like, she's like, do you do your bowel prep? I'm like, yes, I did squirt water up my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. And she was like, oof. I don't want to know. And I'm like, hey, you made me do it, so you got to hear about it. I'm like, you ever done it? She's like, no. I'm like, you should. You stupid bitch. You don't even know. You don't even know. She was like, I never want to. I'm like, honestly, it's not that bad. And she's like, it's funny. I hear that every time. And I'm like, it's because every person, I'm sure, has the same feeling. They You're scared. Think it's going to be terrifying. You don't even and feel it's the water. Probably not even that bad. You don't feel the water. You don't feel it's, it entering. You just no. Gonna, do you warm it? Or is it warmer? No, it's water? room temperature. Or like, what if it's cold out of the tap? I mean, my house is pretty. No, no, no. It's, it's water that you get. You get a bottle. Oh, it's saline. It's saline. It's saline. Solution. So it's it's salinated. Okay. But anyways, like you just don't feel. It. I I just I was expecting to feel it <laughs> and it feel weird or hurt. You don't feel any of it. Okay. It's weird. Maybe I'll try one before I, next just, episode. I gotta stop saying it's weird. Dude, maybe, I have a, a maybe, spare one. You want? maybe before next episode, I'll just be like, I'll take one for the team and be like, you know what? If my dog went through that, I'll go through it too. Dude, you have to lay on your side or lay doggy style. You have to lay face. I do it on my side. Yeah, I'm doggy like, style. I won't a little respect bit. myself. Yeah. <laughs> I won't respect myself if I have to do no, that. No, because God forbid you like it. <laughs> <laughs> God Could you <laughs> fucking imagine? You realize you love to get fucked from behind. 
You do the doggy style, then you fucking put it in, and then you just come, and you're like, oh no. Oh no. What have I done? This is my future. Kelsey comes in the bathroom, and you're just crying. I'm just like, oh, oh God. <laughs> like, it's painfully good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. This came so hard. Um, oh, man. No, no, no. So, yeah, honestly. I didn't do that. Like it says one or the other and I uh, you know, you have to do two. So I was like maybe I'll try both to see what's better to do. Both at once? But I can't imagine reaching back that far. Like it seems like it's probably harder to reach back like laying your head all the way down cuz it's like face down yeah, ass up. Yeah. I would imagine side is fine. Yeah. And side works fine. The key is you don't fight it. Just if you guys ever have to do anything. Relax cuz if you clench or push you're going to Honestly, push against it cuz you're basically like Opening yourself up. I mean, all right, we're done talking about this. But, <laughs> but it helps. It, oh. Just if you ever have to do it. I don't know. Man, you never know people's lives. You never know, man. Any, hey, any advice I can give. If anyone listening has ever had to do an enema or something like that, go ahead and write in. Write yeah, in. let me know. Aaron just talked about this shit for fucking 15, 20 minutes. So go ahead and share, guys. Uh, um, but now, so now I'm just, you know, I have to wait four weeks to go back. Um, and he's just going to check, make sure everything's good. And then two weeks after that, I get the real surgery. Word. This is a weird episode. This is a very uh, personal episode. Yeah, I like it. This though. is a this would be like a very special episode of Full House. <laughs> yeah, like no, I mean I like it. Even though what we were talking about at the beginning, it's like whatever, man. I mean, and we don't have a lot of news. We got some Batman news. That's basically going what to. it is. We'll get into some game shit. Um, I got Pokemon Sword. I played about an hour of it today. Very uh, cool. I'm, I'm very excited because I never played Pokemon. Somebody let me borrow either it was either black or white or X or Y. Those were kind of the same shit. I let right? you borrow X. Okay. So it might have been that. And then my other, another, so before, black and white was before. Yeah. A buddy of mine let me borrow black or white. And I played like the same thing with yours three hours, two hours. I don't understand why it was so hard for me. And I know it's made for kids. Well, it's. I just couldn't get into it. But also, like, I was like bad at it. It's. It's just rock, paper, scissors, basically. It's elements but, versus each other that you have to know about. But it is the most, like, it's the easiest turn-based RPG ever. That's why it's not as fun. But the the weird thing is, is I'm a really, like, I'm a not, I'm not going to say a really big fan, but, like, I really like the Shin Megami Tensei games. Mm-hmm. And they are basically Pokemon, but instead of pocket monsters, it's, it's, demons. it's demons and gods. But it's the same shit. It's all... You have to know every demon or monster you have in your arsenal. Like, you have your character, but you're mostly collecting and capturing monsters. Yeah, it's like uh, and they have, as well. And like, they have, yeah. yeah, like, Persona is Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't really realize, but it's the same thing. Yeah, like the first dying, Persona it, that I bought on PlayStation 1 was called Shin Megami Tensei Persona. Yeah, so that's why, yeah. So it's the same thing. Every monster you have is based around an element, or you can eventually... Uh, what's that thing called when you meld them? Yeah, you merge them. You merge them. Yeah. And you can have, and you have to know, all right, what am I fighting? Okay, that thing's water, so electricity hurts it. So that kind of stuff. Maybe it was before I really realized that because I really, because I, I have gotten to, I got to the end of Shin Megami Nocturne, Tensei right? Nocturne. Yeah, and that one's hard. And that is so good. But that game was so hard. Uh, and I still have. Some, and he said there's a dick chariot in it, right? A dick chariot? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there is a chariot that is definitely a fucking giant phallus cock with a frenellum, a head, a shaft. It's just crazy. It's pretty nuts. 
Um, I just thought about something I can't say about that game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love those games. So I just, I'm just really kind of like stoked because I always told myself, you know what? I'll play Pokemon when they make one that's console. Yeah, because I didn't. I like. I just was never a handheld game. Well, and handheld guy. games when they're in depth like that are tough to stick with. Yeah, like, and like they, it's hard for me to like be in my room, and be in my bed and like be game time. And it's like I have a fifty-five inch television in front of me, or I can stare at this two and a half inch screen. Yes, that's the thing that's hard about those, and that's why I say with those long form games, it's hard to get invested because you're investing. Like when you're traveling, great. When you're on the train, you're on the yeah. bus, or you're in a car ride, yeah, you're you know, driving in the back on the highway, seat, you're, in, you're in a hotel because you're out of town, great. When you're at home, you can't justify spending the time mentally. You're like, I have a PC, yeah. I have a PS4, I have a 55 inch TV, I've got the Switch, I've got, you know, I have all these other systems that I could be doing other things with. Yeah. Even like I remember thinking back, I was never, an, I, had an, I, had an, I had an NES, but then after NES, I went Sega Genesis, and then after Sega Genesis, I went. N sixty four PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I'm a PlayStation then an N sixty four. So I did. I never had a. I've never owned a Super Nintendo. Really? Never had one. The only time I had one is when I lived with uh, um, my crazy ex. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one, but we had no games on it. Yeah. We had a Super Nintendo, and all the good games were really expensive at exactly. that point. Yeah. And also, I had all those games on my fucking computer on my laptop, so I didn't need to. Yeah. You. It was cool that we had it, but like I didn't need it. And I've been playing ROMs since fucking high school. Yeah. So I never needed it. But, um, fuck, what was I going into? Oh, but I remembered the advent of the Super Game Boy. Yeah. Being able to put Game Boy games into your cartridge and even playing them in green monochrome color. Yeah. But it's on your television? Holy fuck, this is the shit. Like, I have the Castlevania Legacy Collection which collects like eight Castlevania games and like I think two of them are Castlevania Adventure games which are Game Boy games. Yeah. And they're fucking yellow green monochrome yeah. games and it's really crazy because there's no room on the screen for anything. So every step you take, you're just like you see like it if updating. A, if, if a Medusa comes in, like you have no time to react. Yeah. Like we're used to like Symphony of the Night or like yeah. you know even Super Castlevania 4 where you have like the whole screen you know what, what? Not what was four by four by six? What was the original TV? Uh, four by nine. Four by nine is that what it is? And then sixteen by eight is letterbox. Yeah, I can't remember. I think it's sixteen by the four. No, by, I think it's sixteen. Sixteen by, by nine. nine. And then four by eight. eight, Something like that, yeah. But on the Super Game Boy, it's like, bro, it's like looking through a thimble. Yeah. Like you are like years. It's so hard to play those games because you have no room. But I remember, but even still, like I thought that the Super Game Boy. So going back to Pokemon, um, even though I'm not a Pokemon player, I've always thought it was a great idea because I like Shin Megami series. And I always thought, you know what? Maybe I'll play it one day if they ever get the guts to fucking flesh it out and put it on a console. Yeah. And now it's like Sword and Shield is out. You So you can't turn the camera. It's still a fixed camera. It follows you and stuff. And you're in these like vignette screens kind of. like Almost pre-rendered. Almost, yeah. But the open world, there's like an open world area that's got like, it's pretty big, I guess. And you can move the camera around there. But um, I picked Sword 
because it's got a wolf with a sword in its mouth, so that's Sif for me. <laughs> nice. Uh, I would normally go shield just by nature. I'm a tank, so I would always go But with what that. would that mean? That's one thing I really so never understood and did. I always disliked. They want you to buy the same game twice. Is it completely different sets of Pokemon, or is it that each version has one or two ultimates that are different? So each version would have, say if it's the original, it's 151, right? It would, Each version would have like 125. So that... And then the other, the other, or, 70, so the other 76 are different. No, it would be the other between 100. No, so it would be... You'd have to do like 120. So each has 15 that the other doesn't have, right? So you get uh, to 150. What I mean is, the 120 they have, there's crossover, but there's 15 of each that the other doesn't have. Now, when you do cross-play, cross-cable, can you trade yeah. the non-ones into the other? Yes. The, it wasn't so you'd buy two games. It's so that you'd have a reason to trade with people. It was to force interaction in that way. Or buy the other and game. You, and you think this isn't... I'm not saying whether I do or not. I don't know yet. But you're okay with that model? You think it's cool? Fuck no, I always hated it. I'm That's just a saying, stupid fucking model, dude. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm just saying the mindset I always went into it with. Sorry, my nose is running and I could feel it. It's okay. Um, At least your butthole's not running. It is. It might be. It, oh, it definitely is. I could feel that too. Um, oh, shit. <laughs> the mindset made sense to me. It was like, especially at the time, the link cable was new. You know, they were just... It's one of those things. Nintendo always does shit like that. And, I mean, this was Game Freak, but... I, I think it's a novel idea. I don't think they should have continued it after the first gen. It's so strange that the company, Game Freak, first off, game. first off, only makes one game. Second off, is not. They, are, they stay out of the milieu of the internet and all this shit. They are not talking. They're not tweeting. Yeah. They're like, you know what hey, I think they're doing? there's a protest for them. You know what I think they're doing? I think they're saying, shut up. There's a Brexit protest. We're making for them so right much now. money off Pokemon Brexit because this one takes place in Europe. It's like the their version of Europe. People are refusing to buy the game, so they're calling it like the Pokemon Brexit. Like all of the users are refusing to buy the game because this is the first Pokemon where you can't get the national Pokédex and get all your old Pokemon brought in. But I'm like, how the fuck would you do that to a Switch? Yeah, yeah, game Boy. pieces of shit, idiots. Like the thing about this game is, which I think they didn't, they should have really done was, hey, first console, Pokemon. Like there's people like me who've always been like, it looks like a cool idea, but I don't like handhelds. Make a Pokemon yeah. on, like if they didn't do Pokemon Snap, but it, and I know, I know they had Pokemon Arena Battle. I know they had Pokin. You ever oh, see yeah. Pokin? Yeah, Pokin was Tekken with Pokemon. Yeah. Sick gangster but just give me a fucking jrpg that's pokemon on a console with console graphics Dude, it don't yeah have to they be had nuts. pokemon snap they had pokemon battle arena and it's like give me the game where i catch the pokemon what was battle arena was it turn it was just like a fighting turn-based game it was turn like the battle side of it but just arena it's style. almost like it's perfect but we i still want to like walk and maybe get stuck in an, and catch the pokemon i want to get annoyed by the random battle and the, yeah. catch the pokemon so but that's cool i'm happy that they did it that. is crazy it's taken them 20 years almost to do it but God you know why world. it's because they realize finally that handheld gaming's done because the switch is technically handheld so like they're that's... still doing a handheld but 
they knew there's no more DS. The That's, reason I'm uh, sure Nintendo yeah. farmed them to do it on 3DS, DS, and all that is because they needed their handhelds to be viable. Yeah, that's what I was going to get to, too, where and, I'm like, it's finally a console Pokemon, or I'm like, but the Switch is actually basically just a glorified handheld. But And think for Game Freak how easy it is to program those games on a Game Boy. No, oh, dude, of course. Like, they have to still create the art assets for all the Pokemon, but the, the coding, sounds, the but coding's the coding's done. easy peasy. Coding's yeah. done. It's the same game. They can all just... that Omega Ruby, yellow, blue, whatever, all that shit's the same code. It's just and adding the assets. Worst part is, people are saying, like, we all thought it was because... They couldn't render the Pokemon in the new engine, and you know it's new. And, and I'm Fuck like, "Fuck you, no." Well, no, they said that, and they're like, "But it's not. It's the same assets." I'm like, "No, it's not. I'm playing the game. If you blew up Pokemon X and Y, it's not the same assets." Like, yeah, sure, they probably could have done it pretty easy because I'm sure the wireframes are there and all that stuff, and they just have to slap a new, you know, skin on it. But maybe they didn't want to do it. It was a lot of fucking work. I don't know. Maybe the chip size for the SDs that you have to put in the fucking Switch can't hold that much graphical capabilities. Also, remember, like, especially with Nintendo, they don't like to... They don't like EA or Ubisoft stuff. They don't drop shit every year. Yeah. You're going to get, like, a Smash every six or seven years. Yeah. You're going to get a Donkey Kong every seven years. You're going to get a Pokemon every, like, three because like they do one then they do like the omega sword and shield or well, no, yeah with this they just built their foundation of course yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if they did omega ruby again on this and just said hey the very first pokemon we're gonna retread pokemon because yep. that's what i want i yeah. want to play the first blue. what is pokemon one red or red blue. red or blue yeah give me that because i want i'm really interested in pokemon i think it's cool i never did it but I don't, like when when you let lent me X or Y and my friend lent me black or white. I was like, I it's this is so crazy. I'm I don't know what the fuck. I get it. They're little monster buddies. Where's Ash? Where's oh Ash fucking, isn't in any of them. I know, and it's like you know you're where's, a red trainer or a blue trainer. Yeah. So like basically, I'm like, can you just give me part one? Like that's what Ash I always want. I always yellow? want part one. Like when I learn about a new band. And someone's like, this album's great. I go, great. What, this actually sounds cool. What's this band called? I go, I go, Spotify album one. You know I what the problem there. with that is? Bands they, evolve. Yeah, and their old stuff's way better usually. Usually sometimes. But I think it's more the first thing you hear of them that you like is what style you like. So that's what I think that's about. That's really, yeah. That was a question I was thinking on the way here that I was going to ask you because I was like. Oh, I was going to ask you one. I, I was going to, I was podcasting in my head before on my way here. And I was thinking about, because um, I had the argument with that record store kid uh, at the record store night, and I was thinking, uh, if there's a band that you like that has a lot of albums, what would you do if they said, you got to pick three and the rest get dumped? And I was going to say, for me, I was like, what three Radiohead albums? And I'm like, which ones were for oh, easy Aaron? Peasy. For Aaron, I was like, Deftones. Easy what peasy. three Deftones albums? So let's say, so right now we know there's Adrenaline, Around the Fur, White Pony, Self-Titled, uh, Saturday, Night Wrist. Saturday Night Wrist, Diamond Eyes, Koino Yokan, uh, Gore. Gore. So that's eight or something? Yeah. Let's say you have three. I pick my easy three. Easy peasy. What are your three? I know my three for Deftones. Mine are Around the Fur. Same. White Pony. Same. Saturday Night Wrist. Oh, we swap. I go around the fur, white pony. Koino Yokan. Nope. Oh. Self-titled. Self yeah, you love self-titled. Dude, when 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 girls telephone boys, yeah. battle axe. Dude, 
I I never disliked <laughs> it. It just didn't stick with me. Like it's like gore. Gore didn't really stick with me either. I like it. Uh, there's a couple of really. I good haven't songs even on heard it. it. I haven't even listened to it yet. There's a couple of new. There's a couple of great tracks on it. The mix I don't really like, and I'm not usually one to say that because uh, I'm not a big music person. Like I'm not into the music. Yeah, but industry. you can tell if like you hear something and you're like, for some reason, overall this album doesn't sound right. It's most likely that mix isn't hitting for you. It's either this too one thin sounds garagey. It sounds underproduced, which some people like. I, Knowing them and their and their budget, it was probably um, on purpose. Yeah, they did. They it on probably purpose. wanted that. Hundred uh, percent. They went with a new producer, and he he mixed it the first time, and that was what he liked. And they were like, "Yeah, it sounds different." And he was like, "I can fix it." And they said, "No." I, I read online about it. Um, I would be. It would be tough to give up Koinonia Can, which I think is probably. I can one give of it up because it's so new. Yeah, it's so recent. I don't have emotions tied to it. But around the fur, Swerve City, I can't, yeah, as dude. an opening track is fucking <laughs> yeah. good. That's that's the one thing I like about Koino uh, Yokan is when you start it, yeah, you don't have to fish around for something to. You can just go track one, start, it and it goes bam, 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 bam. It's through. It's good. Uh, yeah. I believe that's the riff, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And even though most of that album doesn't really stick out of my head. Like other songs do in their previous time, it's just I know that when I'm listening to Koino Yokan, it sounds perfectly Deftones. Yeah, bruh. I almost wanted to fucking fly to Australia. Did you see the the fest that they're headlining? Oh, I saw that, dude. Deftones. It's Australia though. Do My you Chemical can't... Romance, Jimmy Eat World, uh, Polyphia. Uh, Oh my god! I mean, so... what would make you? I mean, it sucks that I didn't. I kind of feel bad that I never got into My Chemical Romance because I think I'm actually kind of like scared to like play it in my car. I should probably do. Bruh, it. We did this last time. I know the, we, the episode that's we, gone. Yeah, the, the, I, we talked about it. And Three I'm cheers like, for sweet revenge, I'm like, dude. Is... I, I know it's good because they had a thing that happened with like Amazing. bands, bands like um, Weezer and even like Green Day, where people were like, Green Day's punk. No, Green Day's not punk. Green Day's like pop all, punk. it's it's alt rock. Yeah, it's alt rock kind of well, punky. When Dookie came out and like Nimrod, they were like pop punk. They were like yeah, the pop, pop version, like so the entry level bl- punk. Like Blink One Eighty Two. Like Blink One Eighty Two used to be my shit. A well, they bit. what those bands did was took punk and made it digestible. Yeah. <clears throat> they they aren't like fuck you, you know that kind of shit. Like yeah, it's not like uh, what is it like the Clash? It's not yeah. you know. But um, my chemical romance, like everyone's I mean, I like, guess they're we, emo. We can, like, we, nah. I, I guess we can say because we we lost the episode. Like with my chemical romance was like, they came out and it was automatic boycott because I was in the metal community and it was like, oh, this is lame, hot topic, um, pussy stuff. This is for fucking eyeliner loser, fucking yeah. fucking. But in the in in the same vein that I'm listening to like decapitated and the haunted i'm also like that first used album was pretty good Bro, though used yeah it's good like sh- like you fucking box fucking... full of sharp objects is pretty damn good but you know i fucking never great heard... that i i got into super late was the refused the refused i know the name I, I, yeah, whatever. I think i think it's probably refused yeah. but i know the name but i don't recall any tunes so wait i'll tell you what my so I know what you're saying. You wrote them off. I've done that too. You write them off. Based I, on I wrote sight. my chemical romance off, and I. But whenever I would catch Actually, like the video, I talk. I, I did it too about my chemical romance, and then 
Ian, my you know former guest, yeah, your buddy Ian, good friend of mine. Like he was like, this shit is good, and he played it for me, and I was like, this shit is really good. Well, that's what happened to me. I saw the video where they were doing the ballroom dancing, and I'm like, yeah, this. I was like, hate watching it. Like, yeah, this stupid dumb hot topic trash. <laughs> and by the end, you're like, and I'm listening to it. <laughs> I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this is. Like a cool, this is a cool, like, this yeah. is like cool shit. I would love to make out with some depressed girl with too much eyeliner while listening to this. He wrote that about his grandmother, too. Really? Yeah. I'd make out with his grandma. Well, no, his grandma died, so he oh. wrote a song to, like, get through you're, it. Like, you're, you're, you heard the funny thing about Gerard? I yeah, think we talked me. about it. Uh, Gerard Way is literally first cousins with Joe Rogan. So crazy. It's fucking nuts. I was listening to the Kevin Smith episode recently on Joe Rogan. And Kevin Smith, who writes comics, and is Kevin Smith from Clerks and all that shit. And then Gerard Way also, yeah, beyond his Umbrella Academy, beyond beyond his Umbrella Academy, My Chemical Romance, he also writes comics as well for Marvel and other companies. Um, Gerard hit up Kevin Smith and was like, "You're doing Joe Rogan?" He goes, "Yo, I think, I think my grandma's his grandma." <laughs> that that was how he said it. Yeah, like he yeah. was like, "My grandma Joyce or Joy or something." He goes, "Ask him. I think my grandma Joyce, his grandma." And then Kevin Smith brings it up on the podcast, and Joe's like, "Yeah, that yeah." You know, it turns out like me and that guy are cousins. And he's like, "Have you guys ever talked?" He goes, "No, just <laughs> we've just never spoken." And he's Kevin Smith's like, "That's fucking nuts." That like both of you in the yeah. same family in different lanes became super famous like. You know, part of culture, but never fucking yeah. even realized or spoke. And the crazy thing is, neither of them got famous because of because anything but their hard work. It wasn't because oh, Joe Rogan, yep. cousin of Gerard Way, or Gerard Way, cousin of Joe Rogan. Um, and then Kevin says it, and I'm just like, and then Joe says it. Kevin's like, you should have him on. And he's like, yeah, man, that'd be cool. And in my head, I'm like, bro, please, yeah. Please have Gerard on because one, have somebody who is in heavier music, yeah. even though it's emo, it's heavier music on Joe Rogan. Have somebody who went through depression and like body and crazy issues. I want him to talk about it if he's yeah. ready. And also, he writes fucking comic books. And Joe always talks about, Joe Rogan always talks about like how when he, he was younger, how he wanted to be artist. a karmic artist. Yeah. So it's like, dude, you got a guy who likes writing comics and shit he was in a band he has these issues and things we can talk that they can talk about that would be really beneficial yeah. like gerard way every well, saw, and now's the time yeah My chemical romance is doing shows well that's the thing is they're doing their the their resurgence this yeah. t- 29 scene as everyone's calling it yeah. um and the thing is with like gerard way people are saying like oh but he's fat now and it's like it's like oh no you didn't even realize i'm not even a fan and even i knew that he would talk about it back then where like he had an eating disorder ever since because he was always a chubby kid. Yeah. So during My Chemical Romance, he was like bulimic and he was always fucking wasted. Yeah. He'd be throwing up on stage. His pants would be falling Someone off. Someone shit on me on Facebook because I said, oh, he got chubby. Good for him. Because I was saying that means he's healthy because I knew that yeah. he was skinny because he was on drugs and alcohol. Like he no, was, and he was. And he had, and, a, and he had I knew an he had eating, eating disorder. disorder. I had watched a documentary. Because he was about always it. supposed to. He was always like kind of built like a chubby. And so kid. you know, Facebook being Facebook, someone was like, "Oh, you fuck body you. shaming." And I'm like, "I'm not body shaming not him. Body I'm shaming. like a fan, and I watched a documentary about the band by someone who was in the band or a friend of the band, and they interviewed him, and he talked about his eating disorder and how he was so skinny because he was starving himself and throwing up because he wanted to be skinny." 
And I was he saying, had to be rock star guy. When I see that he's chubbier, it means he's eating and is healthy and is not, or you know, is hopefully healthy. Uh, so that's what I said. That's why I wrote good for him. And they said, okay. And I, and I wasn't even mad. I'm like, I get it. If I saw that, I'd be like, damn, bro, why you gotta, you know, shit on the guy? Because it was when Umbrella Academy came out, there was an interview with him, and the article that someone posted was just a picture of him. And, you know, he's a little heavier. He's older, too. I'm like, dude, he's in his 40s. I'm like, of course he's not 29-year-old dude whose metabolism's at the top, even if he wasn't on Fuck drugs. Fuck 29, 19. That's what I always say. I always tell people, like, I'm not cute like when I was when I was 19. Well, when, when I was 19, 20s, I was cute, shit, dude. You don't even have to When do I was anything. 19, I was, dude, I still had cute a, a six-pack, fucking thin face. No, you know what's funny about muscles. being young is like you get free abs just because there's no fat on your belly. We yeah. all have abs. We all have abdominal muscles. It's yeah, just man. they're covered by fat. Oh, it's, yeah. Oh, it's depressing. I look way better now, honestly. You look, you look better now? Way better. I don't. I, lo- I was an unfuckable weirdo, and I always say it. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was an asshole. Because I had learned by getting beat up a lot, the best defense is to talk shit and be good at it. Uh, you know, my best defense was my mouth. You know, I could either suck their dicks or talk them into feeling bad. <laughs> um, I think for me it was like 23, 24. You hit your peak? Is when I was like, you, like, like you'll get it. Like all night, like <laughs> let's go. But I mean, I think it was youth, and it was. I mean, maybe even up until maybe twenty six. But I think after around then, it was just like becoming older. But I really think maybe like twenty three, twenty four was probably when I was like thin face, not a lot of muscle. No, not a lot of fat. You wonder my, when I was the skinniest I've ever been. Uh, when you were. Two weeks old? No. Well, I mean, as a full-grown adult. <laughs> of course, I'm like, fucking with you. I weighed, at a certain point less than I weighed in ninth grade of high school. And it was when, when I was... When you were how old? Morbidly depressed at 28. Jesus, dude. I was when I was suicidally depressed. That must have been like I a year or two eating. before I met you. hmm It was right before I started the podcast, actually, with Tony back then. I hadn't moved in with him yet. Because uh, I moved in with him around 29. Um, or I met him right. That was right when I met him. Um, I weighed 135 pounds, and I hadn't weighed that in high school. All through high school, I weighed 140. Yeah, and pounds. you're a lot taller than me. Well, not a lot, but you're taller than me. Yeah, and I'm like 150. Damn, that that's crazy. It's right like, now, I weigh 175, 178. I'm probably like 155 right now, and I maybe feel 150 fat right now. But it's okay. Um, that was my week. It's all on the rubber band. The question I had for you. I have two oh questions. wait! I have to do the Radiohead. If I can only pick three Radiohead records, yeah, mine's okay. Computer, Pablo Honey, and Kid A. What the fuck? You chose Pablo Honey. That album sucks. I like it. I like a bunch. I'm of judging you so hard right now. Okay, for me, it's the Benz. Okay, Computer in Rainbows. Okay, in fairness, the Benz is what I forgot. So I would say the yeah. Benz. Okay, Computer, Kid A. Okay, good. Um. And I'll give you Kid A because Kid A, might Kid even have been thinking Kid the A Amnesiac, of Honey. yeah, probably Kid A Amnesiac. Those are so good, but in Rainbows has Jigsaw falling into place, which is, I think is maybe my second favorite Radiohead song. My first, my favorite song of all time is Let Down by Radiohead on OK Computer. But it really is like, it's hard, man. Three Radiohead albums, and for me to go automatically, you have to do OK Computer. And really, the bends, man. 
You really have to. People people think, okay, computer's the best one. But the Benz, the Benz, the Benz like is really, really the best radio. I was album. definitely thinking the Benz instead of Pablo Honey. Yeah, because Pablo Honey isn't really Radiohead. I think there's like two tracks on it I like that. Well, the thing is, Pablo Honey isn't bad, but Pablo Honey isn't Radiohead. Pablo Honey is a band called On a Friday. So did you know that Radiohead's name before they were Radiohead was called On a Friday? No. That was because the only time they could meet up and play was on Friday nights. Mm. So they called themselves On a Friday. And they did a demo as On a Friday. Yeah. Then they decided to just change their name to Radiohead. But all the music they wrote for Pablo Honey, they wrote when they were a band called On a Friday. So Pablo Honey is technically an On a Friday album. But logistics suit buddies were like, well, you can't do that. You're Radiohead. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, um, for me, it's the Benz, okay. And then I'm saying in Rainbows, but man, you're kind of right. Like Kid A could really slide in there. I mean, a moon-shaped pool is great, and Amnesiac is also great. What um, is the one, Something of Thieves? Oh, the, 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 the King of, it's the... Yeah, so uh, like, that's a good The King too. of Thieves, or like, no, it's um, Hell to the Thief. Is that what it is? Hail to yeah, the Thief. Yeah, there you go. Hail to the Thief is so good. Yeah, it's That's good. the thing is their albums are so good. Even, I'm not sure, do you have any relationship with a moon-shaped pool? No. That was no, the I last... No, I Radiohead a long time ago. Dude, you should... Oh, my God. That's really, really cool because you can experience... In Rainbows, I think is incredible. I don't experience music the way you do, though. I understand. I we have very different experiences. I know, but still, In Rainbows is in- incredible. It's in like for me, it like it mashes up next to well, the tops. Well, this ties into my question for you. And then, and then, um, uh, King of Limbs, which has Good Morning, Mr. King Magpie. of Limbs, is what I was thinking of. How are you? Today, that album is okay. It's good, but I can like do without it. But um, a moon shaped pool is really, really good. It's very somber, though. But go ahead. Well, so my question for you today was going to be: Is there? And I'm sure there are, because you're you're Bring an emotional it on. person. Are there any songs that you hear? Or portions of songs that immediately make you tear up. Metal Gear Solid. Um, The Metal Gear Solid theme will always make me start crying. Uh, It's fucking weird. Because I always kind of hear it almost like a South American blasey little like football arena chanting because it, it almost seems like Iron Maiden like in Iron Maiden shows people like to go like they like to like when they're solos but yeah. people like to go oh like almost like soccer chanting bro when I saw Coheed that when they did uh, oh my god I forget the name of the song um, in keeping of secret and keeping secrets of silent earth 3 is that there song, a part where the people start go, chanting oh Oh, oh, whoa. Yeah, the that fucking stuff, audience was going dude, nuts. That stuff like, makes hurt your me, eardrums loud. That stuff makes me super emotional. Dude, you should have so, came to Coheed. I know I should have. You would have wept. Was, you would have openly wept. Dude, at this I said moment. it on the podcast. I'm like, we're going to go. And I was like, I'm going to cry next to you. I'm going to hold you and cry. And it sucks that I didn't go and I couldn't because I just, no, it's just, 
Fucking money makes the world go round. But um, okay, Boomer. Metal Gear Solid, <laughs> Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid theme always makes me cry, um, because I can hear like the audience singing it back. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's so so so. That good. sounds like power metally a little bit. Actually, it is. It's really nice, and it's is, really. Are there any like? Do you ever hear a pitch? Or a, a tune that gives you goosebumps? Yes. Unfortunately, I don't know what measure or what, what they are. It's a certain type of like, it's a certain tone. I wish I knew music better. I should know because fucking Keith told me when he was talking to me about, you know, Keith, other host. He's like, how much are you learning from your bandmates? And I'm like, nothing. Because my bandmates. Well, Keith's a different type No, of but my bandmates there. are like really smart when it comes to audio. yeah. All this shit and like which tuning and is this flat or is it sharp? And I don't learn anything from it because I'm just raw talent. I just show up yeah. and I just express myself. But I should be there geeking out and asking them, what's this cable? What's this, this? But that's not what I'm there for. And he's like, man, you should be learning that shit. But there are certain types of um, like it's a register of like sound that is something that will make me get emotional. A lot of it is usually score based. The Donnie Darko score, Donnie Darko score has a lot of it in there. It's like somber. It's like somber. It's very fucking easy to call it. Somber, depressive, minor. See, for me it's not that. There it, it, it sometimes they're in like the, whatever noise it is is or whatever the sound it is is in like a somber song, but sometimes I'll be listening to just like a random, like I'll be in a store and some radio pop music will be on and they'll hit a fucking note and the hair will stand up on my arms. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? But I'll tell you, my song that makes me missed up every time is, I mean, it's a sad song. It's Black by Pearl Jam. Uh, but when he gets to that part where he's talking about, you know, he knows it'll be a son in someone else's life why can't it be mine it, it just speaks to everyone because you've been in a breakup that's you know? that's that's invoking the intangible yes that's what i used to say like talking about like oh i write songs and i'm a fucking bleh. but like i invoke the intangible like i can write a hundred songs but hopefully once yeah i'm gonna say something and someone's body's gonna react mm-hmm. without them having a relevance to it and they're either going to get goosebumps or they're going to feel like they're going to like tear up or they might feel like they're going to throw up you never know like i'm going to invoke an intangible element in someone's body reception reaction through sonic art and that's what i love about this shit you ever heard did you ever listen to that song I'm pretty sure I have, but I'll check it out again. Bruh, listen Black, to the... Black, Pearl Jam, because Pearl Jam rips. Li- well, I mean, Pearl Jam's Pearl Jam incredible. rips. I don't listen to them, and I don't, like, I never collected their music, but I always knew Pearl Jam rips hard, bro. Dude, and back in the day, <laughs> back in the 90s, fucking Eddie Vedder used to climb the yeah, rafters dude. and, like, jump in off his of... his flannel shirt. <laughs> he would jump, like, 60 feet off the fucking roof into people's arms. Like, that's crazy. That's pretty nuts, man. Um, But... Watch, so this popped up to me today because I, I I usually put like a YouTube playlist on on my, in my car, you know, and just I don't watch it, but you know, as I'm waiting in traffic or whatever, and it's been rough these past couple days because of rain. Even to get pr- to my house from five minutes yeah, away it's from rainy work, season it's like here right minutes. now. It's bullshit. So I put on this one, and you know, it was just like my you know one of the recommended playlists, and it was um, I like to watch these guys react to music that they don't listen to. I've seen some of those. 
And one is this The guy. worst is like, Christian couple listens to satanic black metal. And those are I so, like, so uh, stupid. <laughs> I like when it's like, pastor reacts to this. But there's this guy who's a pastor who reacts to uh, Perfect Circle um, and Tool Wings for Marie. Oh, he that's reacts- fucking, that's cool though. No, yeah. And it's cool because he reacted to uh, Judith by per- Perfect Circle. Which is like fuck your god, you know, yeah. Like it's it's anti- it's but, basically Judas. Yes, but the but reason it's called Judith, Judith is because it's about his mother, whose name was Judith, and uh, she was a Catholic, and she held to her faith even though she was hobbled by uh, like sickness, and she had like some kind of back issues where she was in pain for her whole life, and no matter what, she never gave up on God, and so Mannard was so angry at it, like just angry at God for you know doing this to his mother and so it was interesting to hear this priest or this pastor talk about it and like he keeps an open mind i I watch his stuff sometimes but you know it's not always great and i hate when they watch ghost i hate when they react to ghost because ghost is a joke Um, band yeah ghost's first album is very good oh i love ghost i love every Um, single album i have i have all of their albums except for their most recent they're good um, they're really solid. It's like fucking modern Aussie. Yeah, it's really it's pretty much modern. It really is. They're like Black Sabbath. Yeah, though. they're really really good. Well, they're like good Sabbath too. Like yeah, they're a really good band. But yeah, like if you're not ready for the gimmick, yeah, yeah, you got to be ready for the gimmick. But the first album is my favorite, and the second one, Infantesumum, is actually very good too. Cerise is a really good song off the new. That's album. That's good too. No, that's off the one before. They have a new new. One. Oh, Rats is the new one. Rats yeah, they have a new new album, yeah. but um. Well, Cerise is really good. In the video, the great. video's cool. It's almost like it's a like little Carrie. girl Carrie. Yeah, yeah. But um, so I it, it was um this guy um oh my god I forget his name he goes by I mean his name is Preston but I forget his name um on in Ghost YouTube. no 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 in, oh. on YouTube and he's a, he does reactions to like metal music and rock music and he's a guy who mostly listened to rap growing up so it's yeah. like a really fun thing to see people no, there's, get a, into there's music. a ton of those hip yeah, yeah. hop guy hears metallica's one for the first time there's a million of the opposite too i mean there you know there's people mm-hmm. i i enjoy it because it's like i've always loved this music so it's so fun to finally see people put aside their you know we all Vices. had it you know as you get older you start to put aside that shit and then you start listening to stuff and you're like why the fuck didn't i listen to this like you know whatever uh and this one was uh, mtv's unplugged Pearl Jam's live performance of Black. Oh, which and I heard was incredible. Fucker. Like it, I didn't like I didn't weep or cry, but like every single You still time, feel it emotional. You up. Like you know when your eyes are like, bitch, we are about to go yeah. and you're like you're alone in your car and you're like I can't be seen crying. Like, you know, not Oh, I'll cry. No, in my no, car. and I don't mean that you mean that, but it's like your first reaction. You know, like when you're it's like the swell you feel in your throat, like mm-hmm. right below your throat, above your heart. Yeah, and you're just. It like, happened to me yesterday. I got to band practice. I walked in and I see Paul there, and for some reason, I almost burst into <laughs> tears. I'm not and, laughing at you. I'm no, just I know. laughing at the feeling. And, I know the feeling. And he's like, "Hey, man, you good?" I was like, "Just give me a second. He's like, "What's going?" And I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Whoa!" I almost just started bawling. He's like, you're all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And then we started talking about video games. <laughs> but like, I just got into practice and I looked and I realized, I mean, I, I understood what it was. I have a lot of emotional weight inside that I'm building up. And I realized like, oh, it's almost that time for me to have like a mini breakdown. Yeah. It almost happened, you know, when I was even, I was thinking about that driving here and being like, you better not do that, which is fine. 
But I realized, like, you know, sometimes you have those moments where something hits or shows and then you have that expression or your body just tells you, you just need to do this really quick. Yeah. So I can imagine listening to something as powerful, especially music, it's already scientifically shown to when you're listening to music, like your cells are are almost dancing. Yeah. It depends on what you're listening to. Your cells are reacting differently. Well, and then there's obviously songs that you tie to memories. It's like smells are tied. It's like, that shit will fuck you up. Yeah, if you're not ready for it and something hits the radio and you're like, motherfucker, my dead dad. And you're just like <laughs> weeping in your car or whatever it is. You know, you're like, oh. you're like papa, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the other thing I uh, was talking to Kelsey about was like the bands she wants to see before, you know, like she's saw Roger Waters and she said she cried when she saw him because she never thought she'd be able to see, you know, any of the bands. She loves like 70s music. So she likes Zeppelin. She likes Pink Floyd. And so, you know, the Beatles is like her favorite band. So it's like, she's like, I never thought I'd be able to see any of them. So seeing Roger Waters, even though it's not all of the band, you know, I get to see him play. Yeah. It's incredible, you know? And I was saying like, yeah, I don't have that because all the bands I like basically are still together, but... I was like, they're all like forty right now. So yeah. Like, oh, I told her I'm like, there's a you know there are some bands I never got to see that I definitely want to see. Like, I need to see Jimmy Eat World. Uh, I need to see Harvey Danger, which they broke up. So I'll never like. I think I saw Harvey Danger. Fuck. One of those festivals at Zeta Fest or something. And I yeah, and I was like, I'm not even into this, and I just ignored it because I didn't I care. Kill, I Isn't Harvey kill. Danger just like gonna have another like Weezer type? I mean, God, her farts are bad. Um, I don't smell her farts at all, dude. Uh, you should start smoking a pack of cigarettes. They're just like, like a 90s, you know, kind of like... Alt-rock. Post-grunge, alt-rock, yeah. Okay. Um, They had a song on the Batman Returns soundtrack, I believe. No. No? No. No, that was Smash Penny. Pumpkins. That's Penny. Pennywise? They had a song on the 200 Cigarettes soundtrack. That's how many cigarettes I smoke in uh, two weeks. And they had, you know, obviously, uh, Strange Behavior, that movie with Katie Holmes about the kids going crazy. They had, you know, Paranoia, Paranoia, everybody's oh. coming to get me. That's okay, it. that's very 90s. I They were my favorite that band. That is so 90s. They were my favorite band until Deftones uh, <laughs> because I found their CD on a bus, on my school bus. and Like just random found it? Yeah. It had cool art on it. It was like a spiral with like elephants and shit on it. You know, like just some dumb fucking drawings. Um, I would love to see them live, but their drummer, uh, no, their keyboardist and uh, rhythm guitar guy died, so they will never play. It doesn't matter. Show. All that matters is the lead guitar player and the singer. But they'll never play a show again. They're one of those bands where it's like, oh, it's over. They were a family. They yeah. they'd never lost members. It was Deftones like was like that for like a week, and they're like, nah, forget it. We'll replace them. And they're like, oh, I mean, we're still all awesome, and like we make great music. So, yeah. um, no offense, R. P. No, Chi. yeah, it I was mean, Chi, right? Chi Chang, yeah, he Chi was Chang incredible. Died. Yeah, it but, sucks, dude. Um, yeah. So I was just saying, I would love to see that band is there any band you've never seen that you would love to see a band that i've never seen that i want to see really badly is um uh i've always wanted to see in flames in flames is a swedish melodic death metal band that is incredible uh wonderful albums like horacle clayman 
Um, I had an In Flames album. I can't remember which one. It was maybe it was Clouds Connected, or maybe it was Clayman, or um, it was good. Whatever or it was. Uh, oh, what was the other one? But uh, they're a really good band, and it was just part of my life at that time. Yeah. Um, also, Opeth. Opeth is like art. Opeth is really like maybe the most art avant-garde band. So good. So fucking great. Because there's bands I want to see, you know? Like, there's things that I want to... I want to see Radiohead. I've never seen them. You know what fucking blows? Like, in around, like, 2013... No, it was probably before that. 11 or 12, 11 or 10. Radiohead played... Uh, the West Palm Beach, and not yeah. localized, uh, but they play the big amphitheater in our area. Whenever like a really huge show comes, it's about like thirty minutes north of us, and uh, in this place called West Palm Beach. And um, Radiohead was playing. That's the last time they ever played around here. Yeah, I, I believe until I think they played an arena. You know, less and less bands ago. are coming down here too. It doesn't. I guess it doesn't make sense because it's such an out of the way spot. Yeah. So. I remember waking up and having the money Fuck. to buy the ticket and just being kind of like hungover and like, ah, the whole rigmarole of driving all the way up, 45 minutes and parking and <laughs> getting it. And I just, I, I was the only- You talked on- yourself out of it. I was the, I talked myself out of it and I was the only person in my entire planetscape who did not go to that yeah. show. And to this day- I bring that show up and there and people are like, I remember that night, the sunset, because it's a beautiful, yeah. it's a beautiful it's amphitheater because they usually start the show while the sun's still out and at one point the sun's going down and you're facing west to where the sun is setting, yep. and you and people still tell me like that. That's why it's called night. Coral Sky. Yeah, people fucking tell me like you missed out and I fucked up and I missed radio. I've done that twice. No, three times with Ghost. I've been wanting to see them, and they're here, and they're at fucking Rev. It's like right down you the like street. You like Ghost that much? I love Ghost. Can you name a song you like? Uh, Other yeah. than Cerise? I like Elizabeth quite a bit. That's a great song. It's such that's like off a Halloween the fir- that's song. Off, that's off the first album. Yeah. Uh, I love that entire album. Right, I'm not going to quiz you. No, you, no, no, you, no. you already that's, got it. That's the one that hooked first me was album, Elizabeth. Dude, yeah. first album is so good. And you're right. It does sound like an album that would be playing in like a cheesy Halloween store. Yeah. It's so corny, but that's like the point of it. It's play dress up. Papa Eremitas. Yeah. It's fucking, it's great stuff. I love that he changes his character over time. And the newest Papa is like this greaser looking guy. Have you seen him? Yeah. No, it's weird. They replace him. No, no. He's the same guy. No, dude. It's the same guy. Guy from album one isn't the guy now. It's a different guy. guy. All right, we'll look it up later. Same on. exact guy. I hope it is. It is. He puts prosthetics on. He is in character so much that he changes his own accent. I love I dude. I just that first album, Lucifer. Yes, we are here. <laughs> it's so good. It's so. It's like it's funny because it's so evil. Yeah. But if you listen to it, it's also so fucking craft cheese. Like like grilled cheese sandwich, silly. Yeah, it's so. Well, funny. they don't believe any of it. They just do it for fun. It's like a show. I think no, the ghoul. I think there's. I think they're like a little darker buddies. No, no, no. They they've come out and said like they're they darker did buddies. They did this because they <laughs> wanted to fuck around with this kind of music. They wanted to make this music, but 
they also didn't want their faces tied to Satanism. They're not satanic yeah. people. They're just like, it's a fun art thing, you know? It is a fun band, man. Anyways, we're not doing your week because we're fucking... No, you know no, you know what I think is? I think what would be, what would be cool is, you know what? Let's fuck our reviews and fuck all like, the questions and stuff. We've been going for a while. Maybe this is just a you and me episode. Well, I'll talk to I'll talk I'll do quick reviews because I want to get Doctor Sleep out. It's just all right. Out. So how about this? Get your film stuff out. I'll just say a couple of words about the games. Yeah. And then, man, I should have said this in the beginning because I hope we still got you guys hooked. <laughs> and we know this has been a hard, a different this is just episode, a music and life episode. Yeah, but I do want to say this to you guys who are still here. There is going to be an exclusive. Oh yeah. There's, I should have said this in the beginning to lock him in. There's an exclusive release. I'm, I'm doing an exclusive song release from my band that no one has ever heard other than me and three other people. So, But we'll talk about that in a minute. So yeah. what's up with Dr. Sleep, which is the Stephen King? I thought it was a miniseries Netflix thing. No, it's, a, it's, it's the it's sequel to film? The Shining. What the fuck? It's a yeah. sequel to The Shining? Yeah. He released a book uh, about five, six years ago. So here's the deal. This is what I thought it was. I thought Dr. Sleep was going to be like a six or eight episode series on Netflix that was going to be tying in all of Stephen King's books into like one big mono world. Well, that's the Dark Tower or Castle Rock. Castle Rock's the show on Hulu that they do that with. It's like it's not based on a real story that he did, but it ties a lot of the characters together. Like, there's cameos. It takes place in Castle Rock, Maine, which is his where That's a lot his of his hub. stories take place. But Doctor Sleep is a sequel. Yeah, it follows Danny Torrance, the son of in The Shining. As Bro, an why adult. have I not? Why have I not realized? Who did did anybody tell anybody that? Yeah, they show you in the trailer that he's in the out Overlook. I saw it, but I thought it was all like I thought everything was dream sequence, like dream sequence vignettes. This is about Danny Torrance, so the kid on the, the on, kid on the, the tricycle, yep, dealing with the fact that, like, dealing with his own inherited anger and alcoholism, and oh, then shit. getting sober. So he like you, it's him. The, the movie starts in 2011, and he's a drunk mess who's realizes his violent tendencies and his alcoholism come from his dad and how and are how he's dulling his own shining so that he doesn't deal with the ghosts that haunt him still how he's dulling his own shining yeah his own psychic abilities because he can read other people's minds and shit like he's he gets drunk nicholson had powers in the first movie yeah no not jack nicholson danny torrance had the shining that's what the shining is is the kid has powers yeah the kid had powers in the first movie? Yes. All right, we're going to have to talk about this later for you to explain. I have no idea then what The Shining is about. I mean, in the movie... I thought The Shining was just about, like, the dad is a crazy guy and he's a crazy writer and it was him losing his mind and him hallucinating, but I didn't know that his son had any kind of... Well, yeah. I think it was just lucky that he made it out of the maze. No, so the the thing... In, I don't remember the movie too great. Like, I haven't watched in a decade at least, but... Yeah, I don't think they really go too deep into it, but the reason is that it's called The Shining is because Danny Torrance has The Shining. He can communicate his thoughts to people. He can read minds. He can do things. Okay, um, so what's up with this new shit? So, Dr. Sleep. And Does also, the name make any rev- relevance? Yeah, yeah. Also, The Overlook wants Danny Torrance because it eats those powers. Like, it, it, it is... It, 
it consumes them. So the Overlook is the essence of the evil? The Overlook Hotel is oh, infused hotel. with evil. So it's it's a, a being. It's at, trying at to absorb point. him. Yeah. So he is called Dr. Sleep because after he he basically gets decides to become sober and just like gets on a bus and ends up in like a town in Maine or somewhere, you it's know, in Maine. The north it's, it's Stephen east. King. Um just to get away. He gets off the bus and a guy sees him and is an ex addict as well and knows the look. So he's like helps him. Gets him a job. Uh well, so gets him a place to stay. He says, I need help. And basically the guy's like, Okay, you know your problem, we'll fucking deal with it. He meets this doctor and he reads the guy's mind. Like he touches his hand, he's sober. So he like shakes his hand, he's sober, and he has a flash. And he sees the guy looking at his wrist and he's like, You're looking for your watch that your grandfather gave you. You left it on top of the soap dispenser in your office when you went to wash your hands after a procedure or whatever. And so the guy's like, How the fuck did you know that? And he's like, Good guess. And he's like, No, you knew things that you can't possibly know. So he tells him like a little bit, like, Look, I have like this intuition. So the guy gives him a job and he works in hospice, basically. Yeah. And he's he's just like a janitor. But in this hospice, there's a cat that seemingly always knows who's going to die and lays on their bed and like they die. So he's, he, he doesn't really know this. Cool and idea. he follows the cat into this room and the guy wakes up and is like, oh, no, the cat's here. I'm going to die. And he uses his powers to help ease this person into the next life. And that's why he's called Dr. Sleep. Oh, uh, okay. he helps them. That's cool. Because he tells him, he's like, it's just sleep. And you sleep every night. Sleep isn't scary. And he's like, I can tell you this. We don't end. We go on after is what he says. Something like that. I yeah. can tell you this. We go on after. Because, you know, he's seen ghosts. So he knows there is an afterlife. Yeah. So he helps these people. So then he does this for about eight years. And then he psychically meets a girl, a young girl. She's five when he meets her. So... Around the time of the beginning of the movie in the 2011, he meets her, and then she's like 13 by the time like the movie kicks off. Okay. So he meets her when she's five, and she's a stronger psychic than anyone he's ever met. And prior to her, he was the strongest. And this is theater? Yeah. You like and McGregor's in the in movie it. In the movie theater? Yeah. I don't know why I thought this was like a Netflix show. It's awesome. It was great. It's a great fucking movie. Holy shit. All so right. I'll tell you, this is no spoilers. Like he, You can see yeah. it in the trailers. He meets this girl psychically, and like and she's, when she's in The Shining, the guy that he meets that teaches him about his powers is a guy that's a cook at the Overlook. When his dad goes to take him, and they live there for the winter, the guy that's like the handyman cook, he also has a small amount of The Shining, so he can tell that Danny's psychic, and he talks to him a little bit, and he teaches him, and he tells him, the Overlook's a bad place, but just know... Everything that you see is like a picture in a book. It cannot hurt you. But he's not as psychic as Danny Torrance was. Yeah. Those things can hurt Danny. Like, that's why they do. That's why the old lady in the shower comes after him. They want him. Yeah. So. She was hot. And he says, I've before. never seen anyone shine as bright as you. And then Danny now meets this girl. Her name is Abra, who shines brighter than anyone ever. Like, she's super psychic. And in this, there's a people called the, the knot, the the knot, something like that. They are uh, the knot would be probably N O T the knot. No, the those K-N-O-T. who are not, they're knotted together. They knot their lives together. Oh. they tie their lives together. Okay, 
they're psychic vampires. They basically are undead. They have to die in order to suck the essence out of people, and they live off that essence, and they can live forever. This is nuts to be yeah. based off Shining. That's a lot. This is a lot of. They are the human form of what the Overlook is. Basically, is kind of how they talk about. it. Okay, so they're tendrils. Yeah, off of the Overlook. They're not. They're not off of the Overlook. They're the same kind of thing. Okay, so they're not tied to the Overlook. No, but they are the same evil. They essence. just feed off the same stuff. That's some fucking nuts yeah. shit, man. And they have different types of. Stephen King wrote this. Yeah. Each of these people has a different type of shining that they can, like one girl's X-Men, a pusher. Mutant she can, powers. She can basically tell you, you're tired, go to sleep, and then you'll sleep, and she, you know, whatever. There's people that can find other people, and there's, you know, people And that it doesn't can, come off as hack when you're watching? No. They did a good job? Yeah. That because sounds, all the psychic this battling... this sounds crazy. They do psychic fights, but it's mostly like tricks. <laughs> psychic fights? Well, they do things where they use their powers to fuck with each other. And it's all tricks, like, like they come after Abra at a certain point, like you know some of these vampire people, and they think they get her, like they shoot medicine in her neck and like whatever, and she's just glamoured a teddy bear basically. So like eventually they're like, she's like not you know stabbed her with this needle and put medicine in, her, and she's like, why are you just smiling? And then finally like i guess it breaks and she sees the teddy bear and she's like what the fuck and then you know you you realize like they just do weird shit they just psychically fuck with each other but um it's it doesn't come off that cheesy at all it's not scary there are some moments of horror to it but it's more of like a thriller uh like a supernatural thriller but yeah i really enjoyed it seems cool sounds it, a lot it of the music they the use wall. is directly from the original shining film like it opens with awesome. the warner brothers logo from the 70s with the opening theme of the shining it has and i it was really good the villain in it you don't have to keep going <laughs> um, Can I get the first two beats out? <laughs> well, Lulu was under the couch. Lulu is <laughs> my sweet mama right here, giving me lovies. Under the couch, I have never seen her do that. I was looking earlier. I was like, "Where is she?" She probably is, was trying to get something. She's under. so pretty. But anyways, but yeah, very good movie. Uh, see it in the theaters. It's kind of bombing, even though it, it just released at the, a bad time. It, you know, I can imagine it yeah. should have released during Halloween time. This time, this time of year is kind of really fucked up because, like, we're getting near like major holidays, so you're going to fight major shit. Yeah, like what? Well, I mean, when Star Wars coming out? They're doing before the end of the year, right? December. December. Star Wars is like so. Everyone's freaked out. You, dude, you're going against Star Wars Episode Nine. Kind of. But fuck, are you doing? Right now, they're just going against like fucking Joker. It's just, uh, yeah, it wasn't Joker marketed heavily. It. It's a great movie. It's getting great reviews. Like, I think it'll... Joker? No, Dr. Sleep. Oh, Dr. Sleep. I was about to say, like, Joker made all their money back. They're the number they one. They made a billion dollars. They're made, they're the number one R-rated movie of all time now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but no, Dr. Sleep sounds, like, interesting, cool. Like, I'm sure they'll make their money back and they'll have a good time. And Perhaps they Stephen do, King. so they do some interesting things. They have Jack... Torrance and um, Wendy Torrance, like the people from The Shining in it, but yeah. they recast them. They cast people oh. that look like them, but they don't digitally de-age. They don't do any of that stuff, which I'm happy about. Yeah, that digital de-aging shit is like, I get it, but you can still tell. 
you can still tell like when some of this de-aging stuff is happening because like you can kind of fucking just see it. it they're like they're just a little too smooth and it's really good graphics it looks great but it's it doesn't look real it yeah and like what the one in terminator i, I think star bad. wars leia was bad but Oof. tarkin was okay even Tarkin, though that was bad too. Tarkin looked so fake, and then it you look back at Tarkin, and he actually looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. But nasty. yeah, Leia didn't look great. Leia was PS. That was like PS3 demo system. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, so they have actors replace them, but they they get people that look enough like them that, and they're not doing like. Uh, what is what is it called when you do an impression? Yeah, they're just. Acting I'd as rather the that. Be. Don't yeah. do the thing. Just recast somebody younger. The if lady it, that plays Wendy looks a lot like Shelley Long. Or yeah. Shelley Duvall. What was that? Was that her name? Shelley Duvall, I think. I think it's Shelley Duvall. Yeah. That, part of my language, that bitch was fucking crazy. Yeah. In The Shining. Yeah, the, they, he, a lot of people think Kubrick, that's why she quit acting. Dude, Kubrick drove her out of her mind. Yeah. Um, But it's... It's a very Dude, good movie. It's disturbing. <laughs> that I'm that gonna, warm, that poor woman yeah. looked so distressed. But she's like, "Get away from me!" Dude, get away from and me. it's because Kubrick would be like, "No, you don't get to sleep. I'm, you're not, I'm not gonna let you sleep. I'm gonna fucking freak you out. You're gonna do this 87 times." Yeah, and like, dude, well, Kubrick I mean, was a. I get it. A genius, and I do like that. I do like that because if you sign up for it, you know, if you if I told you, Aaron, I'm gonna give you seven hundred thousand dollars. But I'm gonna torture you for three days. It's gonna be bad. You think that rubber band on your butthole sucks? Get ready. But you're gonna get seven hundred grand out of it. You're probably gonna let me do it. Yeah, I'll let you do it. I'll, you'd be I'll surprised. Find a, I'll find a point of zen, dude. You'd be. But he really did. She. People were like Jack Nicholson went crazy for that movie. I think you watch you watch her in that movie man and you could tell you can't fake that anxiety well, she pretty much left acting she, after that. yeah she did she, um the she mother lost goose her series fucking mind bro she did some stuff she just she did popeye after that i believe um but yeah i think she just i think ba, 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 i'm going to rate it I'm kidding i'm going to give it a 4 4 out of 5 okay really liked it and then I want to talk about The Mandalorian, Episode 1. I'll just talk briefly about it. Yeah, I, I might even save my game reviews for next time, but go ahead. Yeah. I really enjoyed what, it. What's up, with, what's up with mini Mandalorian review? And also, how is uh, UI on Disney Plus? But Disney go ahead, Plus is okay. Is it, is it similar to like yeah, Netflix? Yeah, it's like Netflix, basically. Okay. They just section it by like Disney, Marvel, um, and like Disney Originals. Like You can break them down a little bit, but like you know, in that... It's like Disney, Marvel, Nat Geo, and you could go Marvel. like, oh, so it's Nat Geo, Disney, mm-hmm. Marvel. You also get Hulu, Hulu is involved, but I don't know how to do it yet. And then ESPN Plus. It's most likely your login for Disney Plus will work as a login for Hulu. I think you just tie them together, and it removes the payment from Hulu up to the type of Hulu. Like Weird, I think it's because just, my I have I pay for Spotify, uh, so my login email. And password for Spotify work for Hulu. Mm. So when I go to Hulu, I just put my the yeah. email they have for my Spotify and my password, and it just gives me Hulu for free. That's cool. So, which they're yeah, both, I don't know. I think you can tie them together somehow, but so Mandalorian. So 
not to go into it, but Star Wars has been kind of rocky. Everyone's kind of bitching. Is Last Jedi good? Is whatever good? Whatever. But I have been seeing that people are saying, yo, Mandalorian episode one and two, it looks like they're doing this pretty well. Yeah. It's what I want from Star Wars. It's a, a slice of life, like a window into a section of the universe. There's no Jedi that I can see. I mean, there is... I'll spoil a little bit of something. I mean, sure. it's the first episode, but I won't say it now. I'll rate it. It's also a four for me. I really enjoyed that first episode. I mean, I'll, I'll rate the series. Like, shot-wise. And you can even, like, minimal spoilers. Cinematography's great. A bunch of practical effects, which I really liked. Like, not all CG everything. They did a lot of practical makeup, which I loved. Does um, it look like a CW show? No. Looks like a Star Wars movie. Like, you know how, like, CW has, like, Legends and, Dude, like... there's an assassin like, droid like in it. like, The Flash or, like... You ever yeah. see, like, The Flash or, like, Arrow? Yeah, no, it doesn't look like that at all. It's, so, so it's almost... Is it, it like almost film grade? Yes, it's film quality. It's movie quality? Yes, this is Disney. They're pumping money into this. Oh, it's not, shit. like, fake show. This is Star Wars. I thought this was going to be Disney CW. No, this could be in a theater. It's it's if, good. Okay. Um, there's a bounty hunter droid in it. That's so cool. Is it funny? Yeah. It's funny droid. Yeah. It keeps trying to self-destruct. <laughs> That's it's funny. Like, I cannot be, like, my programming will not allow me to be caught. <laughs> Engaging self-destruct And he's like Do not self-destruct And and it's like That's a funny relationship Between character Like no 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 We'll get out of this Yeah Statistics say We will not make it out Yeah there's a part where he's like We're gonna get out of this And then they look out And there's like a fucking Mounted turret coming to them And they're like Ooh we're not getting out of here And he's like And it's like And engaging my self-destruct And he's like No do not fucking self-destruct That's funny I like that idea That's actually Fuck man That's funny That's fun Um so I'm gonna go into a spoiler. This is the only spoiler I'll give. That's fine. It's the ending of the episode. It's Bro, sort of everyone's the, got Disney Plus. It's right sort now. of the MacGuffin for what this series is gonna be about. Okay. This seems to take place before Force Awakens, but in the time where the Empire is dead. I think it's before the new. So order. before Order sixty six. No, no, no. Before the first order, the new Empire. Okay. And after Return of the Jedi, where the Empire is destroyed. So during like the dead zone, yeah, when both sides are down. Yes, and I think it's gonna have huge implications for the future of the Star Wars universe. But he's on a mission. He's on a bounty. He doesn't know what he's after. He knows it's a fifty-year-old thing, like it's a person who's fifty years old. He doesn't know anything about it other than its last location. So he's like tracking it through the episode and then he gets this place. It's a stronghold and that's where the bounty droid is. They finally get through all these lizard dudes. Like they're of a race that you've seen. They're one of the, you've seen a bounty hunters of this race, but, and it's this little egg and it's like a robotic egg. It's not like a, or like a, it's like a holding chamber and it's a baby. Okay. And he's like, it's 50. And he's like, yeah, some races age really slow. It's a baby Yoda. So it's Yoda's race. And we've only seen Yoda of that race. Um, so obviously this... Yeah, we've never seen any any other... I don't think so. Like, what, at least not to my knowledge. Did they have a name yet? Did they say the name? No, no, no. You just see it. And oh, the droid's shit. like, okay. And he, he's like, it's unfortunate it's going to have to die. And he pulls a gun out. And the guy's like, chill, dude. Like, my bounty is dead or alive. And he's like, my bounty's dead. So, And he goes to shoot it. And then um, you see, like, 
the Mandalorian never takes his mask off. He's like Judge Dredd. So you just but see his talks? mask. Yeah, yeah. Dude, sick. You see his mask, and it's like he's watching, and you see like the flash of the gun. You're like, fuck, they just killed a baby Yoda. And then no, it's him shooting it cuts the back, guy. and he just shot the, the robot. And then he's like, huh. And then the very end, he like reaches out, and the little Yoda reaches out and like touches him too. And then that cuts to like a drawing, which you see the concept art of it all. And yeah. It's, it's really good. That's cool. Really oh, cool. Oh, man. If you need, I can give you my login. Uh, you can have it on up to four devices. And right I'll, now. Dude, I will take your Disney Plus all day. The only thing is, if ever Kelsey goes to watch it and you're on it, I have I'm to go off. Kick you off. Because my sister has it. That's fine. My sister has it and we have it. And that's it. I'll never be watching it when she's watching it. So it'll only ever be to on. To tell you the truth, the, the only times I'll watch it are probably at like. Two to five a.m. That's true, because bro, gargoyles <laughs> is on it, Darkwing oh. Ducks on it, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I'm sure Tailspin's on it. Uh, I mean, I'm those are great, and I'll look at them and dude, smile. Gargoyles. It's just gargoyles. I might gargoyles to listen and see. Can I cover any of these songs? Dude, gargoyles was always gargoyles one of my was shows. it was like batman the animated series it was like adult content like the the it was the tone mm-hmm. like they had the one gargoyle that was like the michelangelo yeah. the goofy one yeah. but everyone else in that show is mad serious dude the red one i forget his name with the white Something hair with an r who's yeah and then the, i liked i really liked the the older like grizzled one who had the scar in his eye the one yeah. that i Damn, we gotta go back there because we don't even remember their yeah. names. But it, then, I remember no, Macbeth be, was in it. That'll be cool. I remember Kelsey was put posting photos of uh, Disney Plus. There was that one rollerblading movie, Brink. Uh, yeah, dude, Soul Skater, bro. I watched that movie in like two thousand and maybe nine or eight. I had the flu hardcore. <laughs> like you know when you have the flu so bad, like you're vomiting. Did you join Team Pup and Suds? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That's their rollerblading team. Oh. When they get the but dog washing. Company. I just remember I was so sick. I was home. I was miserable, like under a ton of blankets, drinking tea, eating soup. I had the flu, like full blown flu season. Mm-hmm. And I'm like fucking throwing up and sick. And I remember watching that on TV and watching him like. Like roll, like I'm doing a rollerblading motion. Oh, dude, sick, bruh! And like doing the like jumping and doing the tricks. No, the and best I remember is... running to the bathroom from my room and not getting to the bathroom and just vomiting chicken soup all over the hallway because I was so sick. I was just yeah. like, I just caught like a bug that year. But I will always remember watching that, watching Brink, um, while I had the flu in like 2009 or something. We want to know what's funny. Is that movie came out at a time when rollerblading was still relatively new, too. Like, obviously, I was a rollerblader. So he's doing, like, four tricks the entire movie because there weren't tricks. Yeah, he's just doing... He does, like, jump a up mute and grab. grab. Yeah, mute grab, which yeah. is... That's the first thing you always do on instinct. You yeah, just yeah. crank. And well, that's grinding, not a mute grab. I mute never... is you cross. Yeah, you... Nope. No, no, no. Pull your both feet up side by side. Reach your arm across and touch your left foot. That's a mute grab. That's a mute. I yeah. would always do the cross feet. <laughs> yeah, that's how you eat shit when you land. Yeah, that's why I have a hardcore scar <laughs> on my elbow. I have a hardcore rollerblading scar right there. From <laughs> I was actually quadding when I got that. I don't one. even know what the grab where you just touch the side of your skate is called. I think they just call it a grab. Like that doesn't have a name because it's so dumb. <laughs> 
The worst one, you know, what the worst one was that made every rollerblader sad and look stupid. <laughs> oh god, that fucking—it's like you shit into my nose. No, it just it smells like pizza. It smells like <laughs> diarrhea because that's what she's having. Um, it smells like pizza. Is the one where they jump and they reach back and touch their heels, so you're like stretching your legs back. And he just looks so <laughs> lame. But like he just does little mute grab. Like all they did was get a little bit of air, touch their skate. <laughs> Do a backside, maybe like just a grind backwards. Maybe spin. Yeah. Maybe. And they're like, he's so good. Oh, and they would do like a fuck, what do they call it? Like a, a hand up where they, or like a little like you you know, go up on the thing, you put your little hand up, touch your skates again. Oh yeah. yeah. On the coping. But yeah. Post. Yeah. When you would post. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but, but that's cool. Like Disney Plus, that sounds fun and I guess what it seems great. I mean it's only seven bucks. I mean, I it's, you know in, it's six ninety nine mm-hmm. a month yeah holy shit and you get Hulu with it so it's like you could cancel your Hulu you're not gonna get Hulu live but here what I'm wondering is is I have Spotify which brings Hulu with it Spotify is ten bucks a month but if you get Spotify they give you Hulu so now I'm thinking since Disney Plus bought Hulu is Spotify now they're in there and now do you have Spotify I have Spotify. Do you I pay, pay for, for it? Yeah. Yeah, but are you double paying for it? Like maybe it comes with Disney oh, no, Plus and whatever. No, it doesn't. You I pay think, for Spotify? Yeah. Oh, man, thanks, dude. Yeah. That's good. I support it. People you know are like why? folks streaming. I was streaming. sick of having to shuffle my music. Yeah, man. No, get, Sometimes get, I just want to hear an album start to finish. Get what you want. Persona 5 all day. Break in to break out. Check that shit out. It's jokerable. It's good stuff. Um. All right, so that's reviews. I'll go through the news. We just have five pieces of news, but it's all from Batman. We got a bunch of castings. Yeah, go ahead. So Matthew McConaughey has been cast as Harvey Dent. Uh, so they're Holy setting fuck. up. I did not know that. That's no, awesome. that's new. Yeah, they're setting up a universe. It seems like they're setting Dude, a future up. That's really cool. Because you know he's not going to be the villain in this movie. He's no, just going to be as in Harvey it. Harvey Dent is like yeah. really good casting. Uh, Colin Farrell cast as the Penguin. I saw that. Is that legit? Yeah. Fine. I'm into it. Colin Farrell's a great actor. I just, I just, the thing with me is, I just think the the, the penguin is so boring as a villain. I don't like him as a villain. He's mm. really boring. He's a political villain that just makes like the city get shitty. Like, well, he's a mob boss that becomes a politician. Yeah, I don't which like that. Cool. I don't. I like. I like monster villains. I don't like politics. But that's cool. Colin Farrell also really cool idea. And also, he hasn't been around in a while, and he's one of these. Weirdos that is a very... He's a character actor kind of guy. Well, he was in Harry Potter and um, Magical Beasts and Where to Find Them. He was uh, he was in that, and he was who ended up being... Oh, my God, what's his name? Johnny Dumbledore's Depp. boyfriend. Um, yeah, who Johnny Depp is, but he's polyjuiced as someone else. So yeah. Colin Farrell plays him the whole time until the very end, and he's so good in that movie. I, li- I, I like Colin Farrell. I know he can do a good job. So, like, even though I'm not really big on Penguin, uh, I'm again, still I big bet. on... I, I know that he's going to do a, a killer job. And I bet he's not the villain either. Because we also have Riddler, whose name I can't remember. I forgot to put Holy his casting. Shit. Um, the kid from uh, There Will Be Blood. Uh, there don't know what that is. will be blood. Oh, sorry, I had to Google You know, it. like, the, the Penguin, it's like, I just... Uh, I never really cared for like the mob stuff like i like i like two-face because two-face is is in your face and he wants to do the the paul dano paul dano do you you remember you know paul dano hold on i'll show you him and you'll see him this kid he's gonna be riddler 
He looks like he could do really. Yeah. He looks really young. He's though. an incredible. Actor. No, he's uh he's pretty old actually. He is thirty five. Like he's young, but he's not. He's older than me. He looks like a fucking sixteen year old. Yeah, he, he might be an old. Photo. He's an incredible actor. So I believe it. He looks like he could play a good Riddler. They're Rid- just getting Riddler talent. always. Rid- Riddler looks like he should be like an Irishman. You know, like and that guy that kind of looks like that part. So what else we got? Who else is in there? Uh, so Paul Dano's going to be the Riddler. So they're they're setting up a bunch of different villains. So it seems like they're trying to make a you know a series like which I'm into. I like world building like this personally. Batman, Don't have Batman Begins all... did it. Batman yeah. Begins was like we're going to do Scarecrow and and Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Out of nowhere, just and two. then the and Joker then, at the end. And then and you're we like, had oh shit. And then the second one starts off with. Scarecrow and Joker. Yeah, and Scarecrow was in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was like a joke. Yeah. Batman was beating up Scarecrow again in the beginning, yeah. uh, when he's like, uh, "What's the difference between you and me? I'm not wearing hockey pads." Yeah, like that scene. He was, uh, uh, what was that guy's name? Who was Joker? Who was Scarecrow? Oh, uh, Chillian Murphy. Chillian, Mur- Chillian. How did you remember that name? How dare you name your child Chillian? You're so rude. He's he's a good actor too. Chili, no, he um, is. He's a handsome guy. But it seems like yes, they're they're doing something where they're world building, and I hope Harvey's good because dude. Oh yeah, they're building basically like bro. Everybody, all Harvey the best ones. Dent is is really like they were doing a they did a great job with what was his name? It wasn't Viggo Mortensen. No, Aaron Eckert. Aaron Eckert, who did in mm-hmm. in, a, in um yeah in Dark Nolan in Nolan. Uh, Harvey Dent, even the Batman animated series. Really treated that character yeah. like, dude. If you want to go somewhere with Batman, it's Harvey fucking Dent. Yeah, because he represents a politician who is two faced, yeah. and it's and such so a good. perfect dichotomy. It's always wonderful. Like Two-Face the good is a side of him character. is so good. And so Bruce Wayne and Batman look to him as like he's going to be what really saves this city. Yeah, if they turn this franchise, I would think would be great. To have Matthew McConaughey, I'm fine if this movie comes out and he only has 12 minutes of screen yeah, time. Just show him existing. Have him be just Harvey. Don't do any two faced no, fucking no, 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 bits. No, 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 no. Don't do anything That's where. Really up don't in do Dark something Knight. where he likes to flip a coin. Like, Mm-mm. no, just leave it alone. Make sure he this movie. Do that until he's two faced. Yeah, make sure this movie hits. Maybe have it be a running battle with him and. and um, Alexander the Great, what's his name again? Colin Farrell? Penguin? Yeah, what's his name? Colin Farrell, yeah, right? Yeah, Colin Farrell. Uh, maybe, maybe have, I mean, that's a little early to have them have a political battle. But um, Matthew McConaughey. What God, I would do? God damn it, dude. He might be able. I've never seen him play an evil role, but God damn it. If they could would, have him be two-faced, they I would, would have Matthew McConaughey be like a lawyer, be Harvey Dent, and just be like, a lawyer who's in the papers talking about how vigilantism isn't good, you know, like whatever, like yes, there are results, but you know, like just have him be While the While we still see dinner dates with him and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, because, yeah, Bruce, he doesn't know Bruce Because he's an Batman. investor. Yeah. yeah, dude. So. I, wait, I just had a crazy thought. What if with the Two-Face thing, Matthew McConaughey is Harvey Dent and they have another actor play the the burnt dis- destroyed side and they use CGI and it's a two actors playing one character. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean that's Do you see really how fucking crazy that could get? It just would have to get? look good cuz the problem is they'd have to constantly be standing extremely still or they'd have to CGI it in a way that would It would look be good. CGI as fuck. What I mean is you could CGI in a way but, that looks natural 
but, but then you're you gonna see, if they move in any way. But do you see like conceptually how that schizophrenia type idea could be oh, yeah. fucking crazy? It would be way it would be way easier to play the two characters so differently. Because if you have one actor doing it, they're always gonna have that core, right? That is them. If you have two actors doing it, then they're taking two completely separate takes. Which would be very interesting. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea, dude. I'm telling. I just thought about that in my head. I'm like, yo, this is. Well, the guy to do it with is, is someone nice. else who's been cast. Are you ready? Who was the last one? Uh, uh, there's two more. Andy Circus was cast as Alfred. Andy Circus. Mm-hmm. And he'd be who you'd want to do Two Face with because he's so good at mocap. But he's Andy Circus is is body motion guy. Well, he's claw and uh Yeah, that's what I'm saying like but he is I mean he is claw but Ulysses Claw in uh Black Panther wasn't really like huge role. He it was mostly facial performance and speaking, but that's a character Alfred is not a physical character and Andy Serkis is Caesar from fucking the yeah. But I mean the, he can do anything. He's so good. Bro, that guy. Can you imagine how he fucks? Oh, man. He probably fucks over. He's probably fucking different people every time, right? Dude. Dude. Can you imagine? (laughs) Uh, And then, so I'm I'm actually really excited for this movie. Uh, The last uh, casting was Zoe Kravitz as... uh, Catwoman. Catwoman. Which she looks dope, Catwoman. Because she looks, especially if you read uh, Batman Year One, Frank Miller, um, Catwoman in that one... Is like it's because it takes place like kind of seventies ish, and mm-hmm. she's kind of got like a fro. It's like back then Charlie's Angels ish kind of vibe, and like Dolomite vibe shit. But that chick looks especially with very, her short hair. She definitely looks like current, she looks like Selena Kyle when yeah, she has the short hair she looks goggles. Very Catwoman. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm all about it. And she was great, and um, she was in Death Proof. And uh, I really liked her. In the I'm just happy it's not Zoe Saldana again. They could have easily given it to her. She would have been like, "Sure, give yeah. me eighty million dollars." I, mean, I love Zoe it. Saldana too, though. Like she's gangster, but she's Gamora, you yeah. know. And she's also the Navi girl. What's her yeah. name? I don't even remember. I don't know. Either. Fuck Avatar, dude. People are like, dude, bro, tell me about it. I was talking in a band practice last night because uh, uh, one of my bandmates still works in like the film shit and. uh He's like, yeah, James Cameron's still making those other... Like, Avatar 1 came out, what, 10 years ago? Five, six years ago? No, 10 years ago. 10 years ago? I I think 12 years ago. I think it was 2007. Bro, that shit came out, and he's still working on his... Four sequels. You're gonna make four or five more of these, and he's After making them this long of a break. It's he thinks it's still like, dude, we don't care anymore. Dude, it's but would then. you? I, it was but, just cool looking. What I was saying was, is like, I would love to hair fuck her. Like when you when you get your <laughs> yeah. ponytail and you intertwine and you just like hair come with each yeah. other. You just like, <laughs> but like. <laughs> Sorry about that noise I just made. I almost guys. went. I almost went real deep, and I'm not going to. I'll talk to you off air on this one. All right, let's get out of here. It's two and a half hours. Yeah, you know what? In fact, even you know what, you guys, you guys are gonna have to wait. Um, next off the rails episode, it's gonna be a world premiere of uh, no, an to the Crown Zone. No, because I don't think we talked about. It. I don't know. Should I? Should we? No, we should. We should. We should play it up. Like they should have. 
a build up. We, we Give them time. We'll talk about the song. And you know what? How about next time we we do talk, we'll do a segment where we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about shows and fun things and things like that. So here's the deal, guys. I'm gonna uh, um right now if you want, I was gonna share the song Contrarian with you guys, but if you want and you go to YouTube, you can just look up Enter the Crown Contrarian, and you will find a drum playthrough uh, video by. My drummer Romulo Bernal, Bernal, and it will be the whole song Contrarian, but you'll watch him playing the drums, but you can hear it. So you can hear that song that way. But next episode, we're gonna fuck. I'm gonna, we're gonna debut a song called Introduzione, which is based on some nerd shit, and we'll talk about it next time. But um, I'm I'm stoked about it. But you're right, man. Like this has been a, a crazy weird episode. If you guys are still listening, I'm super happy. Thank you. I thought after we lost the Halloween episode, you know what? Fuck it, man. We might as well just go off on some wild shit and be ourselves and share our time with you. And if you're still here, it shows you guys are really here for us, and uh, we appreciate you very much. You know what I should do? I'm gonna throw that episode on the end of this because it starts with the song. You know, with the intro song. I'm going to put that as our outro song. What intro song? The intro song to the show. And I'll put the whole 41 minutes on. They'll get a whole extra time. Just okay. know, if you're still listening and you want the rest of it, you're going to get it. You're going to hear us talking a bunch of bullshit again. Yeah. There's no. So repeating. you mean right now you're going to just latch yeah. on? It's stay after the Yo, song. Dude, right now, stay after the fucking song and you're going to time travel to like, what, three weeks ago, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. And uh, you're going to hear whatever we could salvage yeah. from that last episode. It's 41 minutes. 40 <laughs> it's going to stop dead at some point. Just know that. You've had a full episode <laughs> now. Just You've lived a full life. Enjoy it. We love you. Yo, we love you. Take care of yourselves, guys. Check us out on Facebook.com forward slash Nerds the Podcast. Same Jester954, anywhere you can look for it. Same for Gmail, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, fuck our Instagram. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. <laughs> You're supposed to be there going, a monster mash. No, I'm not doing <laughs> it. It was a graveyard <laughs> smash. A monster mash. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. <laughs> I hate, I, you know what I freaking hate more than anything is like that doo-wop sound. Oh, yeah. That You know what was crazy? Back in like 1993-ish, 394, when I was in like third, fourth grade, my brother is about six years older than me or so, so he was like in middle or he was like high school he went through this phase where he got really big into like that beach boys style shit <laughs> and we shared a room and he would play this tape where he was like non-ironically listening to like big girls don't cry <laughs> i was dying i mean in the end i did also steal my first bone thugs and harmony tape from him okay. the crossroads single see you and, at the crossroads uh, yeah. Actually, the real version of Crossroads is actually way cooler. That's not the album version. That version of Crossroads, um, and I'm going to miss everybody, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I miss my Uncle Charles, y'all. Mm -hmm. They made that for MTV. 
because uh, the real version of Crossroads is actually really dark. I forgot how it goes, but it's really dark and kind of like a more sinister song. But yeah, he used to make me listen to that. Um, to you have to be really loud sorry guys for your ears but to do that voice i have to do it loud and uh like i even remember later on in the future like around 96 97 98 maybe even more uh, he eventually had bought like this 300 like beach boys cd box set <laughs> it was like 80 pounds it was like every beach boys album ever but he also like really loved like Van Halen and stuff like that. He loved like party music, you know, like like not like you know the way Van Halen is like that yeah, kind yeah. of party music and stuff. And uh, he he actually I stole my first John Mayer CD for him, Room for Squares, which is amazing. What um, I always think about when I hear "Big Girls Don't Cry" is how did that guy figure out that that's how he sings? <laughs> His mother beat him as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, please. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, also think of um, think of what's that guy's name? His name is something strange. He does um, tiptoe through the window. Oh yeah, that guy's the... voice his, is his, crazy. And his name is something strange. Yeah, I forget it, but he's so um, weird. He's a very strange looking man. He's yeah. creepy looking, and he's like tiptoe through the window, <laughs> and uh, he's like playing like a little tiny guitar yeah. or something. And uh, but the thing is, though, is when he came out, it was non-ironic. It was yeah. People were like, "Yo, this is the jam." Mm-hmm. Tiptoe through the window, and then um, I like how Insidious brought that back. That's yeah. the theme in Insidious. Before I get Tiny into Tim, his actually, name is Tiny Tim. Is his name Tiny Tim? Yeah, Tiny Tim. Before I do the rest <laughs> of our intro, uh, I will say I non-ironically have been obsessed with uh, churches. Do you know that band? Yeah, they're on the I, Dia, I de los, uh, Dia de los Deftones playlist tour? on Spotify, oh, yeah. and they're doing the Dia de los Deftones show. I always thought that Chino was in churches, but he's not. No, he's in crosses. Exactly, he's he's in crosses. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Team Sleep, dude? Dude, Team Sleep was good. Team Sleep crosses had that is one better. Album. So 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 Chino sings for crosses. Yeah. God damn, it's good. Then I done fucked up because I see Crosses album all the time, and I always remember looking up churches. And being like, I thought this was Chino, but it's not. And I don't really care, so I'm not going to. But if Crosses is just more Chino worship, I'm... I'm it's super your good. Your boy finna go to the record store this week and probably pick up a random Crosses album. There's a song called Bitches Brew that's really good. Bitches and Brew? Option. Okay. Bitches Brew sounds like it's a cover of something. That's a mm. song? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Bitches Brew is an album, I think, by a like a funk artist. Mm. Almost well, maybe, a, maybe Hendrix or something like that. Anyways... Not to cut you off, I'm no, sorry. You're good, man. Not, not to be like, anyways, I don't want to talk about that. I'm just, I need to do the Tip intro. Tip to the window, man. You are listening to Nerds, obviously. Today's our uh, one day late Halloween episode. Um, yeah, November 1st. November 1st. All Hallows Day. The day after Halloween. Yeah. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about some horror movies that we watched. Uh, we specifically watched Lake Mungo. Uh, I saw The Lighthouse. And I also watched Southbound. Uh, okay. I watched, I watched that on Mongo. Halloween. I saw Lake Mungo. Obviously, I rewatched Nightmare on Elm Street. I rewatched Evil Dead 2013. Uh, I watched uh, this other anthology. I forgot the name of. I didn't do. I didn't do too many spooky stuff this year. I did um, on Halloween. I just watched Southbound. It was. I really enjoyed it. I like David Bruckner. He's uh, directed one of the segments. He did a movie called The Signal, which I really liked. Bitches Brew is an album by Miles Davis. Oh. 
Okay. Told you. I like Miles Davis. Um, but you're listening to Nerds. Uh, if you want to see some of our faces sometimes, go to facebook.com forward slash nerds the podcast. You can use that for Twitch as well as our YouTube, which we don't use. And that is our Gmail, nerds the podcast at gmail.com. Uh, our Instagram is nerd podcast, which has not done much lately. Because that's. I might need to help you all out with that. Yeah. Because you guys aren't in really charge on your that. Instagram game. And mm-hmm. I'm very Instagram heavy. Like, that's mm-hmm. the only thing I really do is Instagram. So maybe I'll, I don't um, use my personal Instagram very often to like post pictures, so I'm not very no, good at it. The only thing you do is let dudes push sausages into your mouth while you're eating breakfast. Yeah, and push their fingers into my butthole, <laughs> 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 which we'll get into in my week. Because uh, uh, that wasn't a joke. That was not a joke. A man put his fingers inside Aaron's anus this week. Into my rectum, to rectum. be specific. <laughs> which <laughs> it's okay. I, I I don't know if there's a real difference between Spoilers, those two he, things. He was not able to come. Spoilers. I came immediately, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I'll also be covering part of uh, BlizzCon, which started today. Uh, I've got a ton of news from Diablo 4, Fuck yeah. and so, well, which is an announcement, spoiler, I mean, it doesn't matter, but... No, um, the, the internet knows it. I mean, I've, I've, I've heard it on a couple podcasts, like Super Beast Cast, shout out to William Pat, like, um, they were talking about it, but... From what you showed me, that cool nine-minute CGI video and gameplay, they did not bring up any. All the only thing I heard them bring up was, "Oh, we're going to hear about Diablo Four, but you just showed me hella Diablo Four footage." Oh yeah, which was crazy because I think this might be kind of technically my first Diablo game because I'm completely interested and I really like how this is looking. Yeah, you didn't have a computer probably that played games back when one and two came out. Like I did ninety six and then ninety eight. I want to say I did. I just wasn't that kind. Of, I was a mm. console. I was always console gamer. Mm. On PC, the only games I had were I had Alien versus Predator, the OG mm-hmm. shooter. I had Warcraft One. That's a great game, dude. I Orcs used to play humans. Yeah, it was RTS basically, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. It came with a really awesome. The instruction manual was like the size of a comic book. Yep, but big and mm-hmm. it had great art. I saved it for years. I don't know if I still have it. I hopefully still do. But I had Warcraft One. I also had Half Life for some reason. So, so I played the first Half Life, um, and there was also another game I used to play called uh, Battle Bugs. If you ever can find, I think it's freeware by now. Battle Bugs is basically like RTS, Warcraft, Command and Conquer, mm-hmm. but you're little bugs, but they're like military bugs. So That's... there's like a Hitler bug, and there's like an American general bug, and uh, you're fighting on like like a breakfast table with cereal and shit, and like you're these little bugs, and like different types of bugs have different type of powers. I played fucking so much of that game in like 1996. So much of that, dude. I played Spider-Man movie creator, the Spider-Man Lord. animated series. <laughs> and I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Spider blogger, if you spider ever blogger. hear a cop on a TV show, like a police car, a police uh, radio, that's not specific about, like, if they're not radioing in, right? Like, they're not saying, like, what's the status of this, you know, whatever, and they're getting a specific answer. If you're just hearing a cop car, you're going to hear the exact thing that is the stock sound that they've used for 30 years now, probably more. And it was in that, and it goes seven eight point five code six one hundred five North Avenue fifty two. <laughs> so next time you're watching TV and you're it's watching, it's like the Wilhelm scream of, yes. the, of cop noises. Yes, 
It's always the same. I hear it in every show, every movie you'll hear. It's good. Seventy point five, code six, one hundred five, North Avenue. Um, I remember Aubrey Monsters. They used the Wilhelm scream in their intro. It's like that's the beginning of your multi-million dollar show, (laughs) and you you guys are so cheap. You're just gonna go. Yeah, use the free one. Yeah. It's like just call your cousin Tony to come over and you know eat a hot pepper and scream into the mic. (laughs) But um, I also Uh, used to play the hell out of Carmen San Diego games. Where? In Dude, the world, those is games, those games were sick. Tell me, didn't play where oh, in the world? Fuck yeah, those games were sick. I, are they free by now? Probably. Like, Do you remember the theme song? <laughs> that that theme song for yeah, the yeah. show. Where in the world is Carmen Sunday? I don't remember the first part, but I know it goes from Berlin down to Belize. She'll take <laughs> you on a ride on a slow boat in China. Tell me where <laughs> in the world is Carmen Sandiego. <laughs> she just like wears like, dude, this is the only bitch walking around in a crimson trench coat yeah. and a big ass hat. Big ass like, crimson <laughs> hat. Like just fucking stand on top of a picnic table and look around. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, you know what goodness. I remember is uh, when you watch the show, uh, the, the chief is an actress that just died maybe five years ago. I forget her name. But she would go, uh, hey there, gumshoe. And sh- <laughs> she would talk to the camera because, you know, you would play along. Oh, okay. Cause, yeah, because you, yeah, they would do things where they would be like, which one do you think is the clue mm-hmm. we should use? And they would show you like three clues. When I was in fourth grade, we would watch that show. Like at the at end school? of, yeah, at the end yeah. of our class every like Wednesday or whatever. And my teacher eventually tried to put me into gifted because of that show because i would lose my mind i would know all the answers and fucking everything and then i was too late and then i quit being now, smart so you were never putting gifted so i was in uh, advanced classes in middle school but in uh elementary school i tested for gifted and i got in but it was too late in the year and wouldn't they also sometimes call it gem yeah i think so but uh i I tested high and I did well and then they told me, Oh, it's too late and I was so mad. Like I was so pissed really? that I just gave up. Like after that I was like, fuck being smart and Bro, I like fuck trying. I was so mad because I was always an underperformer in school because I didn't care. And from elementary school, they forced me to be in all those classes. Advanced, gifted, gem all through high school. Mm-hmm. I was like, can you please put me with the general grunts in the math class? And they're like, no, we're putting into an into advanced mathematics. I'm like, why? I don't do shit and I barely pass school. And they're like, you you test too well. Mm-hmm. So my problem was, is cognitively I was above. It, but it, it's almost like the like, uh, the DJ Khaled meme, suffering from yourself. success. Yeah. Suffering from, like I was so smart that they're like, no dude, you're so we can tell that you're mad smart. You're just being a lazy asshole. You know what the worst part is though? If they were smart, they would just let you do what you wanted to fucking do. And if you wanted to succeed, you'd succeed. But instead, they had to keep their score up for their fucking schools. Yeah. They need a certain amount of students to test in. Listen, they did that to me. Ninth grade, uh, I tested. You know, at the end of the year, and I got put into AP, AP Biology. Oh God, I remember and those. AP English. And oh, when it came to linguistics shit, I was always top. Dude. I would oh, yeah, never do the I homework, read. but if they're like write a five-page paper on something, I'd write like twenty pages of gangster shit. But then if you told me to do like, you know, vocabulary homework, I was like, fuck you. Well, uh, the first day of AP Bio, right? We we're sitting down. It was me and my friend the Druid, and uh, <laughs> we sit in the class. And the teacher's name was Miss Brimlow. I'll never forget it. She was this little Asian lady. She was very nice. Brimlow. Miss Brimlow. 
I, you know, whatever. I don't know where she's oh, from. Who or knows? Married, also, or whatever. Married into. But she said, "Do Asian people even use bees?" <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a racist bastard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, Boruto exists. Oh dude. yeah, Boruto. Um, yeah. Uh, Bobobo exists. Boba tea. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, sorry uh, about that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so she comes into class and she's like, "So this is AP." Uh, and I'm going to treat you like AP, so you're going to have five homework assignments a day. Jesus, fuck you, If you, you do lady. not want that, today's the day. Tell me, and I'll get you out of class. Oh. And I'll move you back to regular. And me and the Druid and my friend Vaughn and uh, like one other person all raised their hands and were like, yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> and she was like, all right, well, you have to take a test today, whatever, and then you know, I'll, I'll put you in. And we all tested, and she was like, nah, I can see that you could pass it, yeah, so I'm not going to do you it. Then you slay queen. You and slay so, queen the test. That year, that was 10th grade, I failed every class except for art because I did LSD and played Game Boy. <laughs> and in AP Bio, I would draw pictures of the teacher uh, and me and Vaughn. He's a great artist and the Druid, also a great artist. I was okay, but you know, we would draw these pictures of the teacher. We would draw her as Hitler or as a demon with little puppet strings like puppeteering yeah. us and all this stuff. That's and we would, just, we would just hand them into her at the end of the day. <laughs> Jesus. And then... It's a true story. At the end of the year, uh, first, I had the final exam, she had a test. It was 300 questions. Oh, fuck and I had that. the, you know, I, I started I it. I remember shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And I saw it. question test. I saw it and fuck I was like, you. fuck you. Exactly. Exactly. So fuck I did you. 150. I did exactly half. And then my buddy, uh, the, this guy, I forget his name. He called into the class and said he was <laughs> my student counselor or something and got me out of class. <laughs> so then the next day was, or the next time we had the class was the last day of the class. And she was like, you know, you did exactly half of the questions and you got every single one of them right. And I was like, see, if you had done 150 questions, <laughs> I would have an A right now. But now I'm failing. And she's like, yeah, you made a point, but you're ruining your own life. And I'm like, whatever, no, I'm dude. No, I'm not, yeah. dude. Fuck you. I'm fucking... 13 so then we're leaving and you know we're like all right well thanks for nothing you know basically and like you know we instead of getting us out all you got was all them drunks and she's like oh yeah i kept all of them we were like oh no and she's like i really like them she just had a folder full Dude, of these drawings crazy. of her as these horrific things uh, i mean i don't know like with me what uh something happened was basically like since elementary uh, towards fourth third fourth grade is when they noticed something and they started making me like leave the general gen pop class and the last half or last quarter of my day i'd have to go to this cubicle and sit and do like intense math mm -hmm. yeah, with these like weird nerd kids and they're like i was doing algebra and shit and then yeah, in and high i school, was in like elementary yeah, school i remember know? fourth grade that doing... teacher because i couldn't get in she just she taught like or she did the curriculums for those gifted classes so she just, she just gave me all the work and i had to do it while the other kids did regular shit and i remember being in like 10th 9th and 10th grade doing algebra and being like i used to know how to do this shit like yeah i used to be good at it and then i was like yeah and i just theorem and shit i just did acid instead uh and i remember like they started doing that and then by middle school it was already because in my mm -hmm. middle school plantation middle here to localize uh when i went there it was very obvious because your class groupings, I don't know how they really did it, but your class groupings were put into teams and then lettered numbers. So you'd be like Tigers 1A, Tigers 1B, mm. Stars 1A, Superstars 1A. Yeah. And like the Gen Pop kids were called like animals. 
like the bears. Oh, okay. Like, I thought you meant they're just called animals. No, no, they were they were like named after animals. But then us gifted ca- motherfucker. Uh, the gift, the, what did I tell you right before we started? Fu- I did. I did. You I, didn't mute it. It's not muted, or else it would make the noise. My ringtone is muted, but my text wasn't. Sorry, and that was separate. That, that was a bank notification. Um, <laughs> it was telling me that I spent thirteen dollars at the liquor store an hour ago. Um. But, Don't uh, fucking remind me, assholes. I know, right? <laughs> They're always like, do you want a receipt when I buy like booze? And I'm like, I don't need a reminder or proof of my irresponsible behavior. And they're always looking at me like, all right, man, you could have just said no. <laughs> Anyways, but the uh, the Gen Pop kids were called like the wolves, the bears, the birds, you know, the mm-hmm. eagles. But then like if you were gifted, you were called like superstars, cosmic that's fucking it's, sad yeah dude it was and my crazy. school was addicts and was you were just a and b it was like uh, or a b and c and then b and c were like you know regular like regular classes and then a were all the advanced classes yeah no us, it's like a. if you were gen pop it, you're like a bear or like a fucking <laughs> <laughs> you're like hawks the hawks and if you were gifted which whatever let me say it dude if predominantly like higher um, monetary higher level monetary people and like let's be honest don't most, fucking mo- say it I'm not gonna say it. most of the kids who lived like in Jacaranda Lakes and shit you know what I mean yeah uh, so those kids and uh, we were all like you know the cosmics the superstars we were like named after celestial bodies and I remember having to go to therapy in middle school because mm-hmm. for some reason it's a long story. I'm not going to say it, but it, like a bullying thing was happening in my school, and like I had been bullied so much, and then like eventually I was a class clown, and I got somehow involved with a friend of mine where they thought I was a bully too, so they put me in like school therapy, talking mm-hmm. to the therapist because they were like, "Look, what's going on?" But they're like spending resources, I can tell, and I would tell the therapist, I was like, "Yo, they keep forcing me to take these classes." And I don't want to. I want to be with general population kids. And they're like, we just can't. We can't because of how you're testing. And that made me think, let me just flop tests. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't flop tests. I just wouldn't do homework. And then what ended up happening was is you can't really flunk in elementary school. Yeah. But from sixth grade to 12th grade, I failed every year <laughs> purposely. Because remember back then you had to count credits. Yeah. I purposely would fail two classes. Because if you failed three, you couldn't make them up over the summer. You had to repeat the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except for 10th grade. I li- they literally were like, you're in 11th now. And I'm like, I failed every class except for art every oh, semester. They just moved you up? Yeah. With me, what uh, it was is I when just... When I wanted to graduate high school, they were just going to let that not happen. So I had to figure out what classes I had to repeat and do. I had to take them for all of my electives in senior year, except I did animation because I did it every year. And then I had to go to night school every day the entire year and summer school for every year. Yeah, I did I did summer school every year from 6th grade through 12th grade. Same. Every year, every summer. Same, I same, it. same. I love it because you would be with all the bad kids. You want to know and the- that's the most fun. And then through high school, night school. And it was dope because I'd get to I used to hang out with these girls um today in today's world they would be like these kind of like really indie hip hipster girls. Mm-hmm. They were so, like, when I look back, they were so, like, almost um, Claire Danes, you know? <laughs> like, very, very Mommy Tina, Christina mm-hmm. Pajitsky back then. Yeah, like... We would, like, sneak off. It'd be, like, night school. And I remember when it would be cold out, and we'd go, and we'd smoke cigarettes behind the science nook. And, like, and I remember they this was the only time they would really hang with me, because I wasn't, like... 
I wasn't really part of a clique, but I was good enough to blend in enough with everyone mm. that I could kind of hang. And uh, I would basically hang with all the uh, with all the degenerates and shit. But yeah, I had to do summer school and night school like my entire schooling career because Dude. I told them I'm not going to write a 15 page paper. Yeah, no. Off of these topics, if I can pick the topic, I will write it. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me like write a 15 page paper on. Um, water purification in Uganda. No, that's boring. Write it on the economic situation in Venezuela. No. So when I went to summer school for senior thesis, they were like, we need 10 pages, any topic. Mm-hmm. I chose the history of heavy metal. I wrote like a 25-page paper and got a fucking smash on that. My shit was gangster. Uh, I, I uh, When I was in night school, sorry, just you made me think of this. I might have told this on sorry, one of the shows. About it. Uh, there was this kid and his name, I forget his name. I hated him in regular school because uh, he was like one of the people that used to, when I was in middle school, you know, just one of those kids that used to bully all of us. Uh, and he, I just, he was a ghetto, whatever. And, you know, I was a headbanger. So, uh, in but in night school, I, he was the funniest guy. He would, every day before class, he would, <laughs> I think it was social studies, he would hide all of the textbooks or like take all the <laughs> pens off the teacher's desk before she got in. And do so, some delinquent shit. <laughs> so it all started because the first week they would do roll call and everyone would be there except for this one person whose name was Johnny Tovar. And so after the first week, he started fucking with the teacher. And ever whenever she would be like, Where are all the books? He'd go, Man, I say it was Johnny Tovar, see? <laughs> <laughs> and it was the fucking funniest thing. He would do that voice only for that thing. He'd go, that fucking Dick Tracy like, shit. He'd be like, man, say Johnny Tovar took him, say? <laughs> <laughs> it was so. I, it's, it sticks with me to this day, and I still I still say it was Johnny Tovar, say? That's but, uh, too funny, dude. Anyways, let's uh, yeah, let's get hey, into. We, we, we got our tangent. I I'm always nervous when I come to record. I'm like, what's our tangent going to be? Because we never plan it, Mm-mm. but we always have like an intro tangent. And yeah. I'm always I'm always like, just go, just chill, because it'll happen organically. Don't like call and be like, hey, let's have our intro talent to yeah. you know tangent be a uh, Pokemon. No, if we plan it, we'll have forty of them. <laughs> yeah. We'll be talking. It'll spin off, but or it'll yeah. be lame because I didn't even remember. You know, I didn't even think to bring any of that shit up. Oh, now and I'm I'll thinking so many more funny stories. So I'll shit. tell you this: when oh, I was I in, tell you one more to go ahead. When I was in tenth grade, we were the we were the guinea pigs for the FCAT, which oh, you don't live in Florida. Me FCAT too. is the like it's a placement test that they yeah, do in Florida. Yeah, I remember because we're not that far apart, and I remember when FCAT was this weird rumbling. You were probably in eighth grade. Yeah, I was in like middle school when they were telling us like something's gonna happen in high school. Something called an FCAT. And that's when we realized everything's been thrown out and everything now is going to be based on testing. Yep. And my dumbass here is great at testing. Yeah. Well, so they told us, we took the we took the practice test, right? And when we got in there, like, this isn't for anything. It's just to see if our testing is right. Like, if, if the questions are too hard or too easy, like, we need to get a general idea of where we're at. So this will not be for placement. So I was like, suck my dick i did all the english and then the math i was like i'm definitely not doing this and i played game boy i was playing pokemon blue on my red yeah. game boy ds no uh the flip game boy advance advance game boy advance yeah anyways so Had then a great port of street fighter on it street the fighter next awful. year i come in and they're like oh yeah you're an idiot math because you didn't you tested terrible and i'm like uh excuse me that was i was told <laughs> that that wasn't that was a, a real thing, test yeah. and the lady's like 
in the first day it was fcat math is what it was called and she was like look i know they said that it wasn't going to count for uh classes and placement so i'm going to test you guys again and if you pass you'll get out of this class i'll just put you in regular math so of course i passed i did the test and she was like all right you and one other person me and one other person passed and she was like all right you guys are gonna get out so for the next like two weeks i didn't do any work because i'm like what's the fucking point and they just never got me out of that class and so I fucking failed that class because they never got me. I'm like, why would I do this work? I don't need to. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll save the thing for later because it fits into a later thing. But a funny thing with the testing was I don't remember which movie it was, but I know it was episode episode one, Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. or it was Matrix, where it was so important. My sister's husband was like, he's a super nerd too. Yeah. He's a nerd, bro. He like... He's so nerdy. I took him to Tate's last time they came down a couple months ago. He's the type of dude that spends like four hundred dollars on mm-hmm. like a on, on like a, a statue of like Picard with like the <laughs> with like the chair. Yeah, and he's like, this is his nineteen seventy eight yeah. outfit. He's like the best one. <laughs> yeah, he has like like a Star Trek shrine. Like he mm-hmm. loves Star Wars too, but he's like you know someone like Star Wars nerds are nerds, but you know someone's a fucking nerd. When they have like, uh, like bones, yeah. Sulu, <laughs> they have Star Trek. Because don't get it twisted. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Star Trek's way nerdier. Star Trek is way nerdier and pretty whack. It's pretty dope if you actually watch it. Well, it's just about different things. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very cool. You know, it's cool. Gene Roddenberry's awesome, but that but shit is boring. <laughs> Star Wars has swords and they fight each other with <laughs> yeah. them. Way cooler for These me. These guys just point. TV or most of each other. Well, no, they're like, other. set phasers to stun. Like, bitch, stun. Shoot these motherfuckers in the head. I know you're on an alien planet, dude. Headshot. What yeah, every about? planet I land on, set phasers to melt, motherfucker. Also, We're I, here to conquer. I would also be like, yo, like, Scotty, beam this dude, but half of him, so we slice his body in yeah. half. And it's like, yo, beam his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and then his little ass dick pops up. You're like, ah, look at your little ass dick. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, fuck it. So we have nerdy fucking... Um, All right, wait. so let's jump into... Uh, let's get into our weeks. So yours is going to be a little longer, obviously. Two weeks. Um, we're, we're both reviewing stuff. It's been- so I'll quickly talk about mine. Uh, I have done not much of anything except for play a shit ton of classic EverQuest on the Project 1999 green server. How slog is that? Dude? It's, like, it's a slog, slog dude. Sad, I stand around dude. killing bears and wolves, baby. <laughs> um, but there's on, something man. about it that I just love. Like, is to it, me, is it nostalgia? It's, it's nostalgia, and it is grouping. Like, I love the forced cooperation. You have to. Like... You can solo, but it's way slower. And then if you get in a group, you're you know you're just killing stuff, healing each other, like chilling, talking shit, and it's just awesome. Like I don't know, there's just something about it that yeah. I, you'll never recreate that. Hold on, really quick before you continue, the thing I was saying before, really quick. I don't know if it was episode one or the Matrix. Oh yeah, sorry. but it, it came out, and my sister's husband, uh, he was like, "Yo, we're gonna go see the Matrix." I think both both of those. He took me... No, it was episode one because it was 10th grade and that was the year... Oh, no. It, it was either one of those was a year was when the only showing he could get, which was the theater right on Sunrise University, mm-hmm. and there was this really back little movie theater. 
And he's like, it's cool. I'll just call you out of school. Like, I you won't have to go to that school. Plaza. There was that big water fountain in the middle. Yeah. Dude, that place was the shit. So, um, so we go to the movie theater. He, I don't go to school that day. And I don't tell my parents shit. <laughs> they're like, they said, Oh, because it was a middle of the day showing. You could only get that one. Yeah. And they, um, the thing is, is that was the what you cannot take. You can't retake this FCAT first trial. It had to be the Matrix then because you to. would have been in ninth grade or 10th okay, grade. Okay. Uh, it would have been the year before eighth. It was middle school. It was eighth grade. So it would have been 1998 or 1999. 99 was the Matrix. Uh, episode one was 99 as well. You're right. Could have been either of them. So it was one of those. And I was um, on acid at the Matrix. I think it was episode one because I remember tying Darth Maul to it. Okay. Because I remember coming in the next day and a teacher being like, you didn't show up yesterday. I was like, that's fine. I'll just take it today. They're like, we, you can't <laughs> like, we had officials come with the tests and like briefcases like, oh was, yeah i remember it was that like shit. the teachers didn't have access to it like they had people from a testing group yeah. come and it's they like had the like tv the, show scenes where kids would steal the the remember they like all those tv shows yeah, yeah 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 like people came in and like the the tests were taken at the end of the day and they weren't allowed to be seen or whatever and uh she's like why were you why were you not here the day you know, it, was, it was a dude it was a haitian man said, why were you not here yesterday and i was like I saw Star Wars. <laughs> like, I saw Star Wars, yo. And I remember telling the class, this is guy named Darth Maul. He's got a double lightsaber. And I was, they were like, what? They're and, like, your um, future's out the window. You're like, I were, don't care. They were so mad because I told them the truth. Because I was like, oh, no, I skipped that test. And they're like, we've been talking about this test all year. And it's the most important thing of the year. And you skipped it to go watch fucking Star and Wars. And guess what? And I was Florida. like, yeah, dog. Guess what, Florida? Your FCAT didn't do shit because every school is a fucking F school anyways. Yeah, dude. And fuck you, fucking, what's his name? Sam Neill all day? Well, no, not Sam Neill. Great, great Jedi, even though great Jedi's don't exist. Oh, Qui-Gon Jinn? Qui-Gon, baby. Fucking all day, Qui-Gon. dog. Fuck Qui-Gon. Really? He did nothing that made sense in that entire no, he movie. Didn't. He did Every kid, decision he made was kid. terrible. <laughs> and he uses a Jedi mind trick to fucking... <laughs> Bit like profit from you're not allowed to do that as a jedi master that's like against the fucking rules against yeah. everything well i mean i heard there's no there's no grade did, and um we'll get back to your week did you did you hear the have you seen the t- the freddie prince jr rant yeah i thought it was really nice listen he lost me immediately when he said dog i'm like oh i'm out <laughs> really why <laughs> just freddie prince jr saying dog like, what do you mean <laughs> just it's oh, it's whack you, you so you didn't finish watching no it? i was like you're whack Dude, it was a really good rant, and like he talked about how like well the thing is talk, he he's definitely a, he's knows a, his shit. Well, because he's a character in yeah. Star, he's the blind guy in um in uh Rebels or something. Well, yeah, he's and the he, the main character in Rebels. He was he, uh, in the like he's the guy that went blind, right? Yeah, he describes how like look, I wasn't taught by Lucas, but like the dude right under Lucas, like taught me all of this shit and this is why like all you people getting mad about star wars this and that it's made for kids it always has been mm-hmm. stop your bullshit and that is kind of like the antithesis of what he was saying but if you hear freddie prince's star wars rant which you should go look it up it's kind of lengthy it's like maybe six to eight minutes he really goes off and he yeah. kind of gets a little bit really emotional like you're like not emotional but like at one point, you're like, all right, man. Yeah. We get it, though. Like, the point is fine. Like, dude, it was never for you. It was for you at the time yeah, you saw it. That's kind of what he's saying. He's, he's like, it's, it's not for you anymore. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, and it's all fun. That's the thing. People hate on The Last Jedi, and there are stuff that I don't agree with, but overall, I had a good time. Like, yeah. even the shit that everyone hates about Luke and all this stuff, like, someone posted a GIF and it was like, look at when Luke throws the script of uh, Force Awakens over his shoulder when he throws his Stupid. lightsaber. It's like... 
do you not think that this dude's been sitting on a fucking island for 30 years alone because of the fucking lightsaber and the yeah. force? Because he trained someone who proved to him that the force cannot ever exist, you know, in harmony, that it's not going to happen. Like, no matter what you do, there's always going to be dark. Like, yeah. that's the whole, the reason he exiled himself. So, of course, he's like, fuck this and throws yeah. it over his I mean, shoulder. I have, I obviously have many reasons to say that movie is. trash and it is but there are good parts of that movie and that moment when Luke throws the lightsaber over his shoulder is not one of the bad parts no that's actually a super strong telling moment him being so ambivalent now to being like oh it's like it's like somebody who was raised in religion their whole life yes being told like me and my like I was raised super Christian and someone handed me a bible and going this is the truth I would toss it over my shoulder like no there are points in there that can maybe help out here and there but you're being blinded by your blind faith. I also really loved the part with Yoda when he's like, the sacred text. And he's yeah. like, those are just books, asshole. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. relax. Yeah, you know, and, and, and we don't have, we're not, we're not going to get into it. And the thing we're that done. people forget about fucking Yoda is that he was a puppet and a goofball in all of the original films. Yeah. And then they, in the prequels, were like, no, Let's now he's this smart. like fucking ninja flipper dude yeah. that's like, like he was smart. He's a wise person, but he has a sense of but humor. But he was a weird kind of hermit. Yes. He should never have had a lightsaber. He should have never have been doing triple, quadruple back, no. backflips. What would have been really cool <laughs> is if he did some shit with the force that nobody else was doing because he is yeah. a master. He should have sat down and fought him with his mind. And, yes. And fought Palpatine. What, what, did he fight, what did he fight? No, he Palp- was fighting Dooku. Dooku. He should have just sat somewhere and fought him with the room yes. or something. Because it's they really, kind of did. They were pulling shit around and whatever, but it's like... No, but he was still doing backflips. They even put him in Soul Calibur. Yeah. They put him in Soul Calibur 4, and it's like, bro, you press forward and square, and he does like three front flips <laughs> and like triple sword swings, and they make him this little mini ninja, and yeah. it kind of makes it silly, but... Well, the la- thing la- to last me- thing I'll say is cool about that movie is I really like Ray and... Uh, creepy guys Kylo uh, Ren yeah I like their force length yeah their connection I like that I like the fact that they it it I, I don't know how to describe it but I like that they come, were kind of running into each other well and I like that the they're sort plane. of pulling each other into the gray right like she's good and she wants to be good but he's making her feel like you can see him pulling her towards yeah. him and she's pulling him towards the light again right well, like you can see that happening yeah and then you know, obviously, well, they that's clash. why you should watch that Freddie Prince rant because I think he goes into a thing where he talks about there is no such thing as a gray Jedi. Get that out of your head. Stop the bullshit. Yeah, no, no. What I mean is like not saying no, which I like oh, the yeah. whole idea of gray Jedi, but the whole idea of gray Jedi it makes no sense because taking it to Bible terms, there's a part in the Bible where it says where God says basically either be hot or be cold. Do not be lukewarm, or else the dogs will vomit you out of their mouth. So mm. you can't ride the fence. Yeah, you got to pick a fucking side. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so my know thing, you know what my uh, scene with Yoda would have been? is like you said, either him literally sitting down and fighting Dooku with his brain, right? Using yeah. the force and, you know, telekinesis and whatever. And doing some shit like they should have. If you want to make Yoda special, have him do some shit that you can't learn with a lightsaber, right? Like Or, pull, or, or summon of some force ghosts. Yes, like... Summon Dude, something. Summon, or, some, summon like four force ghosts to come out and Dooku's got to fight all four fucking... Fucking do something crazy. Invert the force. Like, do, I don't know. Whatever. Like some shit where it's like, yeah, he never fought. I would think something cool like grabbing one of those pods mm-hmm. and crumbling it around him like a dome to protect himself and then him sitting inside that dome and fighting Dooku with his mind. Yeah. By throwing shit at him. Yeah. Or 
not even throw it, like do that, right? To use some telekinesis, make a cool armor thing, right? Like some hovering thing that's just constantly perfectly, uh, yeah, you like know, a, blocking. Like, yeah. And instead of fighting, he's literally just talking to him. And while Dooku's raging, yes, and he's just he's deflecting like, all his shit. And he's, he's using his emotionless, you know, like no rage, no hate, no anger. Damn, dog, that's so cool. I'm so mad they didn't do that. And he's just talking to we him. We should write that. And then fucking, you know, he could still die or whatever. You know, like it's yeah. because the, the the I don't know. Just the thing to me is why would why would Yoda have a lightsaber? <laughs> and if he was gonna use a lightsaber, use four hundred of them with the force <laughs> yeah. in your brain. Literally sit down yeah. and be like, Yeah, motherfucker, I'm old and small. <laughs> I'm about to do some shit you can't believe. Double lightsabers <laughs> flying around like helicopter blades, like yeah, fucking dude. all kinds of shit. If you're I don't know, just to me. It took the mystery away of Yoda, right? Like he was a Jedi master. The fact that Luke didn't even believe he was a Jedi master, or was even a person he was looking for, you know? Like, yeah, that's the He's thing. Like, with Yoda. I'm looking for a Jedi master, and it's like, dude, this is the only person out here, bro. Yeah, you just didn't get. You don't get it yet. Yeah, but that was wonderful. That was a really fun tangent. My bad. Back no, to your week. No, it's okay. So all I did was play EverQuest. A lot of it. If any of you guys <laughs> have have any interest what does in playing, the game sound like when you're when you're farming, let's say wolves, dude. Is it just yeah, Dink. <laughs> and then you hear you, you hear um, like ambient noise, and uh, it sometimes breaks where there's like a million birds screaming <laughs> for like <laughs> if you move one step away they all turn off and you're like oh that's a lot better, but um, okay. it's been fun. I've had some issues with people, so it's so heavily populated right now because the green server just launched. Well, why, so, okay, why are Project people 99, going, why, are, why are people going back to it right now? Project 1999 is a free version of EverQuest. It just launched again? It's a fan-made server. A fan... And the, the thing is, Daybreak Games, the people that own EverQuest, allow it. They're like, okay with it. Uh, these people recreated the exact uh, game from 1999. They took back all of the patching, all of the you know fixes and quality of life and stuff. And it is launch. It's the version of the game that launched. And so that's why people are back at it. Because current EverQuest doesn't play like EverQuest. Even on like the progression servers, it's they still have a lot of quality of life at things. Like there's maps and things. There's no map. They don't tell you yeah. shit. You start the game so with a note. You guys don't want the map. No. You, you want, you want the classic school. experience. You want, you want day one edition. Yeah. But day one edition wasn't prepared for 2,500 people on the server. Like it sounds small to WoW standards, you know, and yeah. it sounds small to those. It's insane. There's only so many spawns, and the the people that are running the game are they have all of the rule sets back except they upped the spawn rates because they knew like it's like ten times faster because they knew it was gonna be crazy. And all twenty five hundred people would be on the same map at the same time. And no, see each they're other? spread across different okay. starting zones and areas, whatever. But every starting zone has like a hundred people, and there's twenty monsters running around at any given time. Jesus, so, so it's people crowded. are running and trying to get them, and I've been getting kills stolen from me and i'm like i just send tells like come on man don't don't be that person like <laughs> if you see me standing in front of the monster i'm waiting for my auto attack to happen to actually yeah. begin fighting you turn it on and it takes a second and people with magic will just cast a spell and steal it from you and i'm like let's this is supposed to be like a community game and this dude went crazy <laughs> on me all i said was don't be that guy man like he did it twice the first time i just like I buffed him, I gave him a buff, and I healed him, and I sent him a tell, and I was like, "Dude, I was clearly about to fight that." But like, I get it, you know. There's not a lot of shit going on, but 
you know, I didn't, I haven't been cursing because I'm afraid of getting banned. But I'm like, you know, there's not a lot of stuff around. I get it, but please don't, you know, follow me around stealing my kills. And then he was like, "Fuck you, dude! I hit it first. And I'm like, "Yeah, that's not the point. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. If I'm standing in front of the monster, I'm just about to You're hit it. You're waiting for your auto yeah. attack. Yeah. Like, you know what you did." Like, there's bards. Bards can sing AoE songs where they do area of effect damage, and they just run around, and they'll steal everything. Word. And, dude, it's so frustrating. But it's it's evening out because those people are all the power levelers. They're just trying to level as fast as they can to get to the top content and all this stuff. And I'm like, I have no care in the world for that. It. I played EverQuest when it first came out from 99, maybe 2000, because it was my senior year. My friend Hendrix told me about it and he was like dude get this game we can play together and it's an open like it's a world you you exist in a world you make a character and then you just go find adventure and i'm like that sounds insane <laughs> and so then i bought it and it literally blew my fucking brain out of my head really like, everquest think about this I remember this is when it happened. I saw, I saw like Game Pros and magazines, and I saw people talking about it. But like, I was always such a console dude. Gamer. This is the year two thousand. Think about this: everything you've ever played at the time is a max of you know five, ten people. You're playing Counter Strike, you know, maybe Counter Strike. Oh, I never played online. So Diablo. I, I don't think I ever Diablo played an, maxed out at eight people. I don't think I ever people. played an online game until PlayStation Three. Okay, so Diablo maxed out at eight people. Diablo One maxed out at like four. EverQuest, every person you saw out in the wild was a human being, and you could group with them. And you could talk to them and, and shit. And talk to them. It was a ASL. world. Like, you let you spawn in a world, and you're just in the middle of nowhere. You have no inclination of where to go. You have no description of where to go. You, wait, you, oh, you arrive, you open your inventory, if you can even figure out how to do it, because there's no tutorials. In your inventory, there's a weapon and a note that says, go to this person. It doesn't tell you. Some of them, depending on the lore of the race, uh, like my ogre, I rolled an ogre character. His note just says, go Grubuck, talk. Because like they're dumb. And you don't even know where they're located. I don't know where the fuck that person is. <laughs> I threw that note in the garbage. <laughs> because what happens is you turn it in, the guy gives you a, like your trainer will give you it's to introduce you to your trainer where you get your skill points later, like where you train your skills. I'll never find it. YOLO. I'll just find another warrior trainer somewhere. Yeah. But I couldn't find him. And I was like, fuck this. He just gives you a little bit of experience and a shirt that's like to defense. And you can find, you kill skeletons and you find cloth armor that's better than that. So Nice. But it just blew my mind. It was a real world. So then I rolled up a dark elf because he was a dark elf. And he was like... Let's take all our clothes off and run through the forest. And like, you don't wear <laughs> underwear or anything, but like, it was symbolic. He was like, let's just fucking go crazy. So we were running through the forest. And next day he was like, dude, we were running through the dark elf forest naked. Like, That's it, so crazy. It's yeah. so silly. And like, I'll never forget, my cousin came over one time uh, and he saw me playing because my computer was in the kitchen. You know, it was my mom's computer. He was like, that's another person? I'm like, yeah. And I was sitting. We were in between fights because you fight and you have to wait like a minute to heal back up. You have to sit down and wait. Like there's no fixing that unless you're you know you have heal spells, but then you have to sit and regain your mana. Can you get ambushed while you're waiting? Yeah, oh, and I was God. on a PvP server, and in those <laughs> oh, days no. the rule set was you drop everything that you have when you die. Oh no, it's almost like permadeath. And you have to run your naked ass back, <laughs> and if that person kills you, they can steal all your gear. 
Jesus. They don't do that anymore. After that, then it was like you that you would drop one random item or something like that. I forget the rules, but yeah. Uh, my cousin was like, "That's a person." I was like, "Yeah," and I was on my dwarf paladin, and he wore he wore he had one eye like you couldn't make a face, but they had set faces. Like you could only use the set heads, and this yeah. one had like one white eye because like he was blind. And when you jump as a dwarf in those days, you do a little flip, and he's like jump up and start running around a circle and i was like all right and so i did and then he's like when the guy asked why tell him you sat in some ants and so i did <laughs> he was like oh my god that's so funny <laughs> that's fucking crazy <laughs> so yeah that's uh, so silly that's like og internet startup shit yeah so i don't know it's just been a lot of fun and um i mean it's slow and it gets boring and i just you know like if i get bored i just stop playing and i watch anime or i you know play dark souls which i've been playing a little bit of too dark souls 3 but yeah that's it that's all i've been doing working oh and then i got a finger put up my butt at the doctor because i'm getting another surgery next monday um so podcast will probably be off that week i don't know depends i'll have a rubber band hanging out of my butt for six weeks (laughs) literally going through my whole butt cheek like whatever needs to be done to get you better man a rubber band that goes in my butthole out my butt cheek. <laughs> Think about that, dude. I don't want to, man. It's called a seton. It's to make a sea tongue. Seton. Seton. It's to so what I didn't realize. I thought it was supposed to like, like cut through my body. You know, like slowly make its way through. But that's not it. I, I'm dumb. I thought it was like you know when they tie off something to like like a wart or something to get it off or whatever yeah. they do. This is for things like this. Uh, where there's a track that goes through, you know, from in, inside to outside or whatever, two spots. They put this in and it makes it straight. It it like makes it a straight line so that then in six weeks after it's straight, I'll go in and get an actual surgery. So I'm getting a procedure done where I'm getting put under and he's just going to put the rubber band in. And then in six weeks, he's going to cut that out, cut through the muscle, like separate the muscle. And then I'm getting pig intestine put into my butt cheek. Uh, he's going to graft the pig intestine in and it's going to make it so it heals. He was telling me the surgery I'm getting, if I, if, if he he pioneered this version of it that's how i found him was on google i was googling colorectal surgeons and he was very highly rated and people were saying he's pioneered uh procedures in this area of science right and so he i'm talking to him and he's like so the recurrence rate of this fistula coming back after the surgery the regular fistulotomy they call it is 50 percent i was like fuck yeah and he's like damn it he's like that said of that 50 percent 90% 90% are very small. Like it's a shallow one and they'll just do another procedure and close that up. And it doesn't, it's just on the outside version usually, uh, or the outside area. So that's not that bad. But he's like, the recurrence rate of the one that I do, which he calls a xenolift because it has a xenograft of the uh, pig Some intestine. Really Scott shit. Uh, well, xeno just means exterior, like outside. I know. Um, Xenomorph. He, uh, he said the recurrence rate is 5%. And I was like, that's what I'm fucking talking about, dude. Yeah. That's why I let you put a finger up my ass. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That was a bonus. I was not ready for that. I was not. Really? I, did you freak my out? My other doctor never did, did that. Did you get scared at all or anything? No. At this point, I've had so much shit up my ass because I had to do <laughs> enemas and like whatever. <laughs> that I'm like, whatever. I realized that shit don't hurt. <laughs> and I was telling you, it it's not so, bad. So, ladies, stop it complaining. Stop feel, complaining when we're asking for it. Doesn't feel good. <laughs> like I wasn't into it. 
Um, I've had to stick my finger up my ass before because I thought I had internal bleeding. Whatever. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel good. It no, it's just kind of weird. It's just weird. Like, yeah, like I've like I've done. It, I've had to use suppositories before in the yeah, past due to like, like a surgery. I had to use a suppository. It's slightly uncomfortable. Yeah, it's kind of weird, and then you kind of forget about it a little yeah. later. Then he stuck a. It's like a bad date. He stuck a scope up my ass. That was not comfortable. <laughs> it was smaller, was it but he was moving it around. No. <laughs> It was like one of the ones you look in someone's ear, but a little probably a little longer. And uh, so at the end, he tells me the whole thing. You know, like we're he's like, we'll we'll schedule it. You know, for soon, whatever. I'm like, cool. And he's like, well, do you have any other questions for me? And I'm like, well, shit, you were up there. I'm like, did everything? Is did you notice anything weird? And he's Might like, might as well give me your prostate yeah. exam while you're in there. I'm like, did you see anything weird? He's like, no, look fine. I'm like, all right, cool. Nice. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I have to go. Uh, have butthole surgery i mean this one's just going to be putting the rubber band in yeah well i mean we appreciate your honesty and your sharing of what you're going through you know so for if anyone else has to go through something like that they know not to be you know yeah i know we laugh and stuff and whatever and like you're way more open than i am i would never talk about this stuff i can't even tell someone if i have to take a shit i like i pretend i'm like oh let me take this phone call it's really important i just got to go into your bathroom and (laughs) turn the shower on and the and the sink and then I'm gonna like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna like, flush the toilet twelve yeah, times. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm, and then I'm gonna I'm stay the in there until I think it doesn't smell bad anymore, yeah. and hope no. no one comes in. You know, what my biggest fear is my biggest fear in the world. What is using a single-use bathroom somewhere, having to poop? You know, like an emergency. Okay. Opening the door and someone being there waiting. Really? That's my biggest fear. Oh, I mean, I. I used to be afraid of like shitting in public, like at like you know like a grocery store bathroom or a gas station. Oh, I don't care about that. I don't care. No, I'm saying um, single use. So the thing is, when you're in a... So like, you go to a restaurant, and the bathroom is literally, you open it up, and it's not two stalls. No, and two, it's a toilet, and you just, have to lock the door. And you lock the door, and it's it's you opening the door, and yes. someone's waiting, really? Yes. You've never had that happen? You can't, no, you I've can't. I've had that happen. You can't like have plausible deniability at that point. The, whatever's happening in there, that's your evil, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, but you're like, just if you're pooping. In, like, if you're in like a public bathroom and there's like a million people, if someone else comes in and you're like washing your hands, you'd be like, dude, somebody was in here blowing it up. Wasn't me. I just peed. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I called an exorcist for you. Well, <laughs> it's almost like sometimes what I'll do is after I have to go take a shit, like let's say at a grocery store or somewhere, and like I walk out. When I walk out, you know, I, I like I finish, I wash my hands, whatever. I, and then when I walk out, I always like adjust my zipper <laughs> as if I was just peeing. You know what I mean? Like I always just like yep. check my zipper. Like oh yeah, oh no, I was just peeing when I was in there. <laughs> but you were in there for thirteen minutes. I got a phone call. I'm, I had to. I was. I was at this level in this mobile game. I was doing. I was standing at the counter just playing it, dude. But um, I was taking a piss today at work, and the <laughs> the bathroom. Uh, there's a couple of bathrooms. There's like some single use ones. I don't use those because I'm like I don't want anyone being there for me. Waiting. And just I usually. Or just, God forbid, it's a gender neutral single use bathroom, and when you walk out, it's are. a girl. We have we have gender imagine neutral if bathrooms. you open the door and like. Freaking Stacy's waiting outside, and you just dropped one, and you don't even realize she's been standing there for six minutes. Yeah, and you're just like mortified. You just drown yourself in the toilet. No, you just kill yourself right there in front of her, so yeah. she sees it. You say this is your fault. <laughs> no, um, look what you did <laughs> today. So we have men and women's bathrooms, and then we have gender neutral bathrooms that are the single use. 
Yeah, they're just general bathrooms. And actually, they're, it's cool that um, they're they're also just like for people who just want privacy. Like they're they're it's yeah. it's they're, they're not labeled anything. They're just like private bathrooms. They're called family bathrooms. I use them all the time. Um, <laughs> so I'm in the regular men's bathroom, and there's there's one with a urinal, one urinal, and then there's like two stalls there or three stalls there, and then there's one that's just two stalls. And I go to the back one because no one ever goes there, and I just like even when I'm peeing, I don't. It's like just leave me alone, you know. So I'm peeing in the big stall. I'm feeling good, you know. I'm I'm like <laughs> at the sink washing my hands, and this dude walks in. I'm like, he goes in the little ass stall, right? He drops. Yeah, trow. you know what? When when they have the choice of the big one mm-hmm. and the little one, and they go, and the then usually one. you can see, you know that like when yes. they close the door, there's like an inch and a half yes. gap that you can see the person in there. Yes, like you know what I do when I go in those. I get toilet a long, paper. I yes. get toilet paper, and I run it down the yes. that, that line. So no, you thank can't you. You're see not seeing here. my face while I'm doing yeah. what I'm doing in here. Like you'll go in there, and somebody will like try to open the door, and it seems like they're confused, and they'll like look into the little crack. <laughs> oh, there's oh, there's somebody in there. Hey, sorry about that. And then they'll go to the next one next to you and, and just shit. shit freely where yes. you can hear it. How dare you, dude? So this- when you're in the bathroom and someone walks in. You do like everyone else. You feel shame and you stay quiet and you pretend like you don't exist until they leave. Don't yeah. you ever let and someone you hear do, your sounds. If you walk into a two-stall <laughs> bathroom and you see someone in there. You leave. You pretend you were just washing your hands and you get the fuck out of there. No, you know what I do? I grab a paper towel, I blow my nose real quick, and then I walk out. Exactly. It's called common courtesy. Yeah, dude. Pooping and peeing dude. should be private, okay? <laughs> this is the this is the format I'm running for president on. This is my... Dude, uh, definitely. I mean, when I was working at the dope camera place that I took back in the day, there was this guy, fucking Simon, uh, also a reggae artist. His name is Vision, two eyes. And I was in the, I was in the big stall. Mm-hmm. And it's like a warehouse, mostly yeah. dudes. You know, it's like thirty dudes, one girl. She works at the front front desk and shit. And I'm in the big stall, and I'm in there using the bathroom, and I got my phone out, I'm chilling, and I hear someone walks in and pees at a stall, and they're washing their hands, and then Simon walks in, and he's like, "What's up, dog? What up?" You know, they're talking, <laughs> and then Simon walks into the little stall next to me, and he continues to con- have a conversation with the other guy. With yeah. Seth. Mm-hmm. And they're just talking, yeah, man, you know what I mean? And I see him drop trial, and I'm sitting there quiet, <laughs> scared. I'm actually elevating my shoes a little bit so they can't identify me by my shoes. Because when I go into a stall, a bathroom and I see someone's in a stall, I look down and look at your shoes so I know who it was. Simon proceeds to sit down and just shit. Yes. <laughs> like audibly. And it isn't normal. It's like... Yeah, it's explosive. It's like it's it's not even explosive. It's just it's kind of gross. It's like it's like yeah. a very gross sound. I don't want to describe it. Well, the people that do that shit are the ones that have the grossest poops because they don't care. They think it's normal to have weird, no. loud, then, melty shits that you're like, <laughs> that's why? What it was. That's what it was. Yeah. The thing is, I'm also an alcoholic, so I experienced those too. But I keep them it private. sounds like a swamp bubble. <laughs> I, I keep them private, but. The thing is, is the other guy who was washing his hands, I hear him react. Because as soon as I hear this guy sit down, and I'm like, he's not going to. He's, he's not going to. And no I hear him unleash. Ever. I'm covering my ears. And like I'm, I'm like going, I'm fucking panicking. Because right now I'm sitting, so I should be shitting my pants. Yeah. But I'm so freaking out. And the no, other guy. When someone walks in and you're pooping, <laughs> your poop goes into your body. And then you just sit there and you're you like, you motherfucker. It. But the other guy is like, oh, man, come on, Simon. You can't wait till I walk out. And in my head, I'm thinking, do you not realize I'm here? 
Like, you would do that in front of somebody? Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. This guy comes in, and I'm sitting at the sink, washing my hands. (laughs) And then, not only... Am I like this motherfucker's about to take a shit with someone just He's standing not even right here? Wait for you. He, you're almost done. He didn't even put nothing down on the seat. Didn't wipe nothing. He just dropped his pants and put his and bare ass bare on sat, the seat. Bare sat. I'll I'll sit bare. I wipe it. And no. It, it, Fuck if I, no. Oh, dude. I'll wipe it. And if there's um a sink in the big stall, I'll like wet the paper and like get like a little soap on it and clean it a bit. And it, but I'll, I'll bare ass a, a public. Like, dare you? I'll, I'll bare ass your a dirty pub- ass. I will bare ass a public bathroom, but but I will clean it. First. That's how you get pregnant, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm pregnant in my butt. There's a guy, and we all know who it is. He gets fully nude. You see his shoes, his socks, and you see his bare feet your on job? the floor. Yes, there's a George. He hangs all Is his, his name clothes right up from Seinfeld. I don't know, but he's weird. He's a very weird guy. <laughs> but you see, he hangs up all his clothes. He's a Robert Paul Champagne. Bless you. He hangs up all his clothes, and then you see his bare feet on the floor. Oh no! And I just want to yell at him. No, <laughs> no! How dare you? <laughs> you know what I would do? I would do him the way. <laughs> The fucking the hood bullies would do in middle school. Throw so wet lucky. paper towels over. No dog. <laughs> They'd be like, "Yo, somebody taking a shit," and then they go and they fill one of the little trash cans with water oh, and no. just dump it over over the stall uh. and just completely soak whoever's there. Poor. St-